Hey everybody, this is a podcast for me. A podcast for me as well as a podcast for you. I'm your host, Kevin. I also have a co-host named Ever. It's weird, I haven't worked in a way of making that segue good enough, you know. This sounds kind of weak sauce when I say it. But me and Ever really get into some things. In this podcast, we talk about uh, COVID, of course, because that's what's going on. And um, we talk about, like, we, we bounce ideas off about Marvel, you know, Marvel movies and Lord of the Rings, how good those were. And then we start talking about transgender rights and shit like that. And talk about equality and what women want, all that good stuff. And um, then we dive deep into the psyche of all of humanity and solve all the problems. <laughs> so without further ado, enjoy. Record here. Hey, everybody! This podcast for we. I don't know why I do this. I don't know. It just comes out. Being that you do. So, my name is Kevin. That is Ever, also known as K Dog and Evil Maximus, but also called the Man in some parts. Whatever. So here we are recording on uh, July twenty second. Is it? Captain's log. July, yeah, it is July 22nd. Oh, shit, I got that shit right. Yeah. And uh, let me close this. Oh, nice. Cool. All right. Um, today, we're going to talk about some things. Do you have any subjects or anything? I got a, I got a shit ton, honestly. You usually got a lot of stuff. So I, I, I fuck it. I got a lot, you know. But you know for the ride. Oh, nice. So I'm like, so uh, what's new with you? Anything new? Not much. Uh, working on a website for a like a virtual orientation for my school um are you doing mixed match what do you mean like as in um are you doing like a you guys are doing school somewhat and oh like a hybrid no no no. we're doing all online to start so you guys are just committing to that yeah we we have to (laughs) what do you mean california well we mean california is really hardcore or something yeah yeah yeah, our, I think the last map I saw, this was yesterday, it said that California, you know, in terms of like new cases and stuff, we kind of leveled out. But for a while there, we're just fucking rocket ship. And, well, uh, but like, you know, it's not like fatalities. It's just like more people getting sick, but nothing really, you know. You no, know, I haven't. I haven't seen. I haven't, I haven't looked at that. A lot of the stats, it's weird because they're just like, there's like, oh, yeah, they, people, people got this shit, right? They're not talking about. What, what what really matters, it's not that people get it. It's if they fill up the ICUs or if they die. That's really right. what matters, right? But there's not a lot of ICUs and there's not a lot of deaths. People are getting it, but, you know, and that, that that's most of the stats. Well, both of those numbers are trending up, but... Not not deaths and ICU numbers. Mm, I think in certain states, the ICU numbers have been going up. No, just COVID. But then again, I'm just talking on my ass. I could be wrong. Oh. Ugh. Here they're gonna remake Mortal Kombat, the reboot and that shit. You talk about the movies? Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. I'd be what down you, with that. Yeah. Yeah, because all the actors are way too old. I mean, what the what would be the point of trying to shoehorn something in, especially after two? You but know, those guys aren't even that famous. So who gives a fuck? You could reboot the shit. You know. Yeah. Nobody cares. <laughs> I'm not tied to you know the actor that played Luke Kang reprising his role as Luke Kang at fifty something years old. 
uh yeah and what's her name the you, one that played sonia yo shit. her name was she's married to some tennis guy now seriously shit her name was something soto you think about the second sonia blade or the first one I mean, oh sandra hess that was the second sonia blade and the first one was yeah <sighs> i used to know her by her fake name uh, Meredith something or other because in Last Action Hero she plays Arnold's daughter <laughs> and and there's a poster of her and it says Meredith something and I thought that was her name for the longest what the fuck was her name oh man I used to I used to know that I hated her face I always liked her face you know what I smell bullshit that's what, <laughs> that's what she, it's like the most quotable movie you know I smell bullshit I liked it I watched I rewatched it again the first one it's a fun movie to watch. Yeah, it's it's pretty fucking good, you know. I mean, the fights are terrible, except for that scorpion fight. That's still good to this day. It's it's almost like camp at this point. You know? Yeah, yeah. There's it's, it's kind of like a time capsule of all the '90s martial arts movies and sci-fi stuff, kind of just like meeting and melding together. Yeah, I remember when it yeah. first came out, man. It was like, it was the shit. Like every, it was the song, dude. It was the song. I remember. I remember the movie started and the new line cinema thing kind of comes together and it's the, that beats going. And I remember I got chills. I hadn't even seen a second of the movie yet. Yeah. I was just like, I was like, I'm, I'm with these guys right now. It's funny too. Cause the song really wasn't the thing that brought you into the theater. You just went in. Um, you, yeah, I mean like, cause you play the game. Well, yeah. And there was a build up to it. I mean, I really wanted to watch it. And then when I watched it, man, when the, you're right, when the new line cinema comes out and it used to be, well, like it brought us back, though. If you think about it, we've been watching New Line Cinema shit like uh, like uh, Ninja Turtles and shit. Yeah. Well, every time you saw that little logo come up, for, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, every time you saw that logo, you're like, oh, I'm going to get something good today. You know, it's good shit. And it was it was true. And so, man, that movie was tight. I thought it was tight. This the acting is terrible, though. It's Yeah, that's why, that's why I put it in like the camp category. You know, it's just not, it's not self-aware campy, but yeah. But it's just like we kind of got a smile. And kind of like, <laughs> no, that was what that was what entertained us back then. <laughs> yeah, it's still good to this day. It still holds true. Like Seth hasn't seen it. I mean, well, he did. I had him watch it, and he was just like, "Oh, this is good." I was like, "And <laughs> <laughs> we're both burping right now." Yeah. Well, no, another movie that had a bunch of hype going into it: Independence Day. You remember that? Yeah, but it was a good movie though. Yeah, Independence Day was good. Did I'm, you see that that picture that I sent you? Which one? I, I, I put it on our it it had um you know on Netflix and and Prime Video are, are are creating like a like a Black Lives Matter category of movies. They they already did that. It's I've seen it. Yeah, well they put in it was like uh it was uh like Amistad, mm-hmm. you know, uh 12 Years a Slave, you know the, the, those hardcore movies and Independence Day. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Why?" No, 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 has, no, just that. It's like I think uh, I am Legend. It's like anything black, black related. But the, yeah, I mean, I understood all of the other ones. I was like, "Okay, these are dealing with civil rights," you know, yeah. kind of showing the other side of what life was like in uh, Independence Day. Well, you know what? What, what rights? I mean, super rights, you know, like because they're aliens are gonna take over the fucking. <laughs> it was like next level. <laughs> Here's your rights, you know, slaves and everything, but then we're dead. 
<laughs> you know, so like maybe I don't know. I don't know. I'm not gonna argue that. <laughs> That's a hard one, dude. Don't give. I win that one. So I don't even care. I just assumed it was black movies or something. I think that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, hey, Will Smith's in the news, and he's black. You know, what What they could have done was the Pursuit of Happiness. That was kind of, you know, that's not slavery. I haven't seen that one. Uh, uh, I know. A black guy, you know, tr- struggling and shit. But they don't, you know what's funny, though? The movie doesn't really rely on, it's not like a like racism thing it was just he's just he just so happens to be black you know like it could have been a white guy you know yeah yeah but um yeah that's a pretty good movie can't think of any other will smith movies that deal with slavery up up was it ali maybe i don't know that was a civil rights one i think that that, that's on on one of the that one up as a civil rights yeah and that was a good movie i liked Mm. it what do you think about the uh, Washington Redskins uh, logo being taken down? Not the logo. Uh, oh, the, the, logo. The, the changes in the name. Yeah. And I've seen two that like I was like, okay, that'd be cool. Sentinels? Keeping the logo and calling them the Warriors. Really? That's the one you heard? I didn't hear Washington, that. Washington Warriors, it's an alliteration. You know, then they keep the logo and the colors. Uh, I, I would prefer and would probably become a fan of them if they changed it to the Sentinels. The Sentinels, yeah. I think that would be fucking cool. Red Tails. That was a good one. Uh, you're still... Tuscany, you know, the fucking shooting. Yeah, I guess. It, that was, it's funny, though. If you do that, though, how long will that then become racist? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that one... That one For anyone, really. I mean, warriors. They'd be like, what, what could No, I, because, what? because it, you know, it's like... Some people don't get it. So they're like, well, what's wrong with the Redskins? Well, okay, what if we had a, a team that was called the Chicago Crackers? I don't think you know? it, a cracker isn't really a derogatory term if you think about it. But it can be. It you know, a white person cracking their whip against their slaves isn't who's who's the loser in yeah, that? Yeah, well, okay, so you're saying Redskins is worse? Red- I would agree. Bad because yeah, I, I would I would agree that Redskins is worse. Is um, it derogatory though? Okay, like okay, let me throw this at you. I, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying, just because a majority of the country doesn't have a problem with it, doesn't mean that there's no problem with it. You know what I'm saying? There's still there's still a, a small minority that this was targeted at, you know, at, at one point, and they kind of have a right to 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 not be bullied. You know what I'm saying? What's weird is okay, so in the 1930s when this shit came down, the guy that who's the owner, he he. It's hard to tell if he was telling the truth or not. No one really knows. He said he was part Indian, and um, that's why he named it that. And um, at the time, it's kind of like a Viking kind of thing, right? Like Vikings, Redskins. Yeah. They're, they're a warrior race. If anything, it should have been like Apaches or some shit like that, you know, some tight ass. Because the Indians at the at the time, they they are legendary warriors. You know, they're not like like it, just like Vikings and. Um, I guess Titans. I don't fucking know, but uh, yeah. but football's war, right? So you're representing, and what warrior races, if not the Indians? You know what I mean? But they call them Redskins. At the time, that was acceptable to, for like when you said Redskin, you was like, that's a warrior. You know, it really should. They should have took a name like a uh, one of them. That, yeah, that's what I was gonna like say. D or mm-hmm. what was it? There's this one tribe that was like. They learned how to shoot on, like at the time when we were on horses. But then, but, we, then, but then we'd be, we'd probably be back there. Even if they keep Washington Warriors and the logo, we might end up with like some, some twisted 
version of like cultural appropriation. It's stupid though, because like it's you're you're here you are, war. You know, this is that is what football is, war. It's a series of battles, and then you know your Super Bowl's like the end of the war. You know, right? And that that's what that is. And uh, it was designed for for war. Like, what do we do with these warriors that come back from war? What do we do with them? Well, well, football. And so that's where you had your birth of football. They they might not be cool with it anyways, though. What do you mean the Indians? Or yeah, the Native Americans. I don't think they'd be cool this is with a, the warriors and the logo. This is a fucking lose-lose situation. Just, yeah. just because we're so incensed about it. But, like, it kind of makes – I'm not I'm – not, I, I really don't give a fuck. But I get what they were trying I, I'm not incensed. I'm just like, okay, there's a group of people. This is a derogatory tor- term towards them. You know, it, it, this is one of those cases where majority does not get to rule. Yeah. Right. Well, it's funny too, because in the 60s, I think it was, that's when the Indians, they came up to get Indians. That's when the Native Americans came together. They had their own little group and they were like, fuck this, this is bullshit. Well, that's when it got racist. In the 30s, not so much. In the 60s, of course it got racist. So it was like, fuck you guys. We've had this shit forever. And that's why I just kept on going until the 2000s. Yeah. Well, this is like the whole statue debate, you know? It's like they grew up around it. That's their thing. And now you want to change it. And it's outside forces wanting to change it. But and like, okay, no, no, no. The statues were made for racist intent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's more problems with those. But what I'm saying is like the people that, the people that are like indoctrinated into that, accepting that type of thing, that, that's, that's what I'm talking about. And so people that were indoctrinated and, you know, like I sat on my granddaddy's knee and watched Redskins games with them and now you want to take away the name. You want to destroy America. Now they make the leap, right? Um, again, I think the rights of a minority kind of outweigh the wants of a majority. I think it's racist now in the sense that the, them saying – I want to take it down because it's racist. And then you have the opposite end going, Oh yeah, well fucking it's not racist and you guys are fine. But there is an actual nuance to this. I don't think when they made that, they were like, fuck any, in fact, it was like, no, I don't think so either. Like Indians rock, you know, (laughs) why would they name, why would they name a team after something that they hate? Yeah. And so there you have that. Right. And then you got people who are like, oh, fuck that. That's racist. And then it becomes a racist thing. It wasn't racist. And then it becomes a racist thing. It's different from the statues. That's why I think it's so, like, but it's going to win in the end. They're going to get rid of it. Because NFL well, they, is. They probably didn't have a voice, you know, when, when it happened. No. Flo- it's like, this it's is, like, okay. This one Mount Rushmore. It's not racist, you know, the, having the, 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 our forefathers up on stone. But the way that they did it was wrong. You mean they took over that Indian land and then? Well, they made a deal. They said, hey, let's sign this treaty. You guys get this land. It was the Black Hills and, you know, super sacred. Yeah. And then they said, hey, that'd be a great place to put Mount Rushmore. Get the fuck out. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and they didn't have a voice. Yeah. You know, they, they definitely couldn't fight because shit, they're fucking outgunned, right? Mm-hmm. And it was one of those cases where might makes right. So they were displaced and then we put uh, our forefathers there. So the way that it went down, is bad right but the gesture of putting their faces on there itself was not racist yeah but that's not what i'm talking about well i'm I'm with you on the rush more shoes but not the skins though because they were like that's the same thing yeah yeah, no no that's that's kind of where i'm going there they they put the name of the team on there and they didn't think anything wrong of it so to them they were like hey you know we like these redskins they were like they were hardcore 
it, Native Americans didn't have a whole lot of say. They probably had an issue with it, but it was like, get the fuck out. You know, we're, we're going to do what we want. Who the fuck are you guys? Well, when can you honor something? You know what I mean? Like, like I want to be a Viking or I want to be a samurai. That's going to be a thing soon. You know, like if we try to dress up like a samurai or some shit like that. I mean, like they, you, there's a difference between shitting on something and honoring something in, in a way like, what better way of saying like, hey, we were fucking. Usually, up. usually you ask for somebody's blessing. Mm. You know, it's like, hey, we're thinking about doing this. Uh, we're all, you know, outside of this thing that we want to honor. Let's let's check in with the people that are closer to it. So, if you wanted to dress up like we're doing this right, if you wanted to dress up like a samurai, you gonna ask permission? That's different, though. That's me oh. doing one thing. Dressing. That's not me putting either a big old statue out with with some permanence, or or a team that's gonna be watched by millions of people, you know, all over the world. That that's different. That that's that's me doing one little thing, you know. And if I'm being stupid about it, if I'm running around doing you know like, like ugly stereotypes and making fun of it, that's different. Hmm. But if I'm if I'm doing something and it's gonna be like some long term big gesture, you know, and I'm gonna be putting it out in front of a lot of people, then then I should probably inform myself and check in with them. Uh, it's like a, it, it, this is a weak example, right? But when Weird Al was going to do uh, uh, a parody of Gangsta, Gangsta Paradise, you know, and I think the story is that they had asked for Coolio's blessing. He didn't give it. And then they said, fuck it, we're going to do it anyways. Then they did the song against Coolio's blessing, right? He had actually asked them not to do it. That's a case where, you know, okay, you checked in. He really doesn't have to. He really did not have to. He was well within his rights to write a parody song. Really? But, I, thought you, that, I always wondered about the legality of that. A parody? You're, you're allowed to parody. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's implied Because it, it's implied that you're doing something like uh, outside of reality. You know, like SNL gets away with that stuff because we know it's parody. We know it's, it's not true. You know, and this was how uh, this kind of all goes way back to when they did political cartoons. You know, and that that's where that that's where that whole precedence comes from. You know, you draw a picture of the president, you know, doing certain things or whatever, exaggerated features and all that stuff to kind of make a point, you know, Um, but it wasn't necessarily real. I hear what you're saying. I'm not really married to the idea of uh, the. Redskins. I I just wanted to throw out counterparts. I mean, points, counterparts, counterpoints. I would prefer Sentinels. I think that'd be cool because I really like that movie. But if you did Red Tails, that wouldn't work, right? I don't think Red Tails would work. I think it'd be like, you're still trying to keep, you know, it's like uh, Lady Antebellum went Lady A. Well, what does the A stand for? Antebellum. (laughs) It's the same thing. But say that black people get their, uh, their, it's like you're honoring the black people. Because Red Tails were badass. They were fighter they're fighter plane guys what's wrong with the honoring them and say like black people are like yeah it's good well i mean again you'd want to maybe go and find some of those dudes or or, or historians you know and be like hey we're thinking of this do you think 
do you think we're on the right path here? Do you think we're off beat? You know, what, what do you think? And if they say, well, you guys should have to do this other thing and they go like way out there and they can say, okay, well, you know, it was a thought we're going another direction. Huh. You know? It's weird too, that they're doing this only because it's because of Floyd. That's it. Like, all those well, there's a lot of things that are coming out now, but I mean, it's always been a thing, right? Redskins has always been a thing. Yeah, but right now it's it's, it's heightened because uh, NFL doesn't want to lose people. They're like fucking, we're not racist, uh, you know. Yeah, um, gonna, there's a, there's a business side to it, definitely. Because black national anthem first, then the national anthem. See, and I I ooh, because then that. That keeps us separate. It does. That's what I. That that's the only. That's the only thing I. I that's the only issue I have with that. It's like okay, so we have a, a anthem for black people and an anthem for white people. So what do you or think? Or anthem for everybody else, and you're still delineating. You're still keeping them separate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I I think Francis Scott Key. Okay, you know, uh, he he was pro slavery and all that shit. Um, in a time where it, it was okay to have that debate, we could still disagree with the guy and say, you know what, we're taking we're taking the words that he wrote, but we're making them ours. You know, because there's nothing in those words that's racist. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's nothing in those in the words of the song. It's it's the person who put his hand down on him. But she could start making that argument about a lot of things that are written by nefarious people that we follow you know it's getting dicey with the um with the what we can have and what we can't have you know what i mean so we are cool with the anthem because we honored it but it was made by our racist i guess and well we didn't and we didn't adopt the anthem really until like uh, the late 1800s yeah you know and and I thought that was it wasn't that it wasn't that anybody was like, hey, I like that I like what this dude did. It was like, hey, we like what this poem says. Yeah. And and then uh, there was some extra parts that were like, well, we don't want that. Delete, cut, paste the parts that we like. All right, we like this song. Here we go. Yeah. You know, there's musicians that get a lot of airplay, and they've done despicable things, you know, directly to people. Yeah. And, like Michael Jackson, maybe. Right, and we still celebrate. We still play it. We still we haven't boycotted the shit out of all of it. Should we? See, that's hard because there's art that's created, and you know we can appreciate it, but sometimes we can't. We don't like the artist, you know. And, and it's not just art; it's like things that were made, like. You could you just could stop using laptops and you could stop using this because that guy made that or, I mean, how far do we want to go with it? You know, it's it's just weird. It's like we're eating ourselves alive with this, and that's what happens with this progressive movement. You know, like it just eats itself. When you get into a situation where you keep canceling things, it's only a matter of time before you're canceled for something. Well, it, it there are probably things that should have been canceled anyways. You know. Um, no, this, I, so I think you can understand something and move on. But this this blip in human evolution, this time right now is just a blink. You know, it's a correction. Hopefully, hopefully we all make the the right corrections that'll put us on a on a successful path. I don't think know, so. An I, inclusive path. I I I think we're we're going 
backwards because what, what's going on here is we're, we're, we're seeing things of the past from, from now. We talked about this last week, just a second. You got a what? No, no, go to bed. <laughs> Good night. You didn't pause. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little real life thing. It's not like I said, oh, murder you. Good night. Love you. All right. Get to bed. Uh, what was uh, no, no. When, you, when you're canceling things and you're looking at, we talked about this last uh, week, when, you, when you're seeing things from the eye of time, what we should focus on is now. We learn from the past and focus on now. Because what happens is you go, oh, yeah, well, let's cancel the past. Then we forget it. Never right. forget. And then we repeat the same mistakes. What I think is racist now, the new word will be something else. And I'm like judging people by some kind of a class that we just created. You know, there was an episode in Voyager where um, the, there's this, this AI thing called the doctor. He gets stuck. Like he's like a, like a copy of the program. Mm -hmm. He gets stuck. 900 years goes by and they wake him up. And they want him to tell the history, the atrocities of this, this group of people. And as it turns out, because he was there, he goes, oh, well, you guys were the bad guys. And those guys were the good guys. So there's, there's like the, the, the people who thought they were being oppressed were actually the bad guys at one point in time. And the people who were like the number one people, they were actually the peaceful people, you know? So like, it, it's like this, this endless waltz. That happens and he's just explaining it and i was like when's when when will white people be oppressed you know what i mean like right now you know it doesn't well, they 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 were which is why they left europe you know and try to form their own government the well yeah no, they know, left you have the gin and stuff you have the pilgrims but then you have the colonies and then you have you know the colonies trying to separate from 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 britain and then um, because they felt oppressed, right? Yeah. Well, taxation without representation. Right. Yeah. Then, you know, they felt oppressed. They broke from that oppression Stick while oppressing other people, most of them, <laughs> you know? Most of them left to, for religion and, like, to, to be free, really. At first, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it just kind of grew from there. But, um, yeah, but th that's not the same kind of oppression, you know, as black people. They went and oppressed it. Was, it was it was religious oppression. That's why it's so big in 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 the Constitution. You know, the separation of, of church and state it was one of those things where you know we don't want anybody to have to go through what we went to because of their religion. We want them to go through it because of the color of their skin. <laughs> you know, and if it's not skin, it's not religion. It's something else, right? Socioeconomic, you know, haves, have nots, that, that kind of thing. Now, right now, it's there, socioeconomic. It's going to be weird when, like, let's say technology takes a turn, right? And then you got people who can, like, talk to each other with the fucking phones and shit with their mind. And then there's people who can't. And that's going to be kind of a weird thing, you know? But we don't know the future. And that's why we're not learning from the past. So if we learn from the past, then we're like, okay, whoa, 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 whoa. let's not treat this people different. You know what I mean? But, but, but we, we're not going to do that because we keep canceling. We're, we're like, okay, this time we're right. And then I don't think canceling – I think we're always kind of progressing towards equity, right? Mm. Um, but sometimes it's just it, 
equity sucks for some people because it means they have to give up something, you know, and it's usually a, a, a preferred status because there shouldn't be preferred statuses, right? There should be equal, equal status among all. That's the goal. We always try to reach for equal, but we kind of move away from it. By being equal, we move away from it, I think. Yeah, the, the argument against, against desegregating schools in the South was if you bring those kids here into our white schools, you're going to ruin our white schools. Well, that wasn't true. But what, it, what happened was it was like the resources that we have for our 600 white kids, now we're going to have to share them with another 300 or 400 black kids. We're not ready for it yet. And not that we're not ready for it. We don't want to spend an equal amount per capita on white kids as with black kids. You know, they, they preferred the cleaner schools and the more uh, modern books and, 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 and eventually technology, right? They didn't want to share those resources. You know, they wanted to spend lower per capita on black kids. And they used race as a way of justifying that, you know? And, and the, the problem is, I mean, everybody has the same capacities. Um, correction, you know, some people might have their brain wired up for, uh, you know, a, kin uh, a kinetic, you know, intelligence or social intelligence or, you know, patterns intelligence or whatever. But, um, but we all have something. We all have something to contribute, I feel. We just need to have the opportunity to go ahead and develop it and then be able to share it see but um, i don't i don't think we're actually moving towards that direction and i agree with you not. i do agree we're with not you. and i think that though when we're trying to make everything equal we're missing out on the grander picture you know what i mean like some people are just good at working on tools and shit and some people are good at computer programming and some people are just good at sports and some people are good at this and that whatever but we're like everyone has to be the same like this and like they don't understand the quality of what what it is everyone wants to be the best that's your equality. But when you start forcing the, 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 the scientists to be an English major and the English major to be a fucking athlete and things like that. Did, did no, I, I, that's, not, that's not what I'm hearing, you know, from, from you know, people in my community. People want the opportunity. To of, be course, of, of they want, course. They want the opportunity to, to show what they can do. But you're, you know not what? Everybody wants like a first place trophy. It's just, you know, this is something that I would like to do and I want to go at it. I disagree. You know, like, I think that they are trying to get the first uh, trophy. Everyone wants a fucking trophy, right? But we're creating situations in which everyone can only get trophies in certain things. Everybody wants to be recognized. Well, not, 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 like a, not like a participation trophy, but we want to be recognized for our hard work, even if we don't end up being the best you know and that recognition it i mean yeah there's money in that but usually a social recognition is is the most effective and uh man i oh i don't know if this is a good example now but naruto you know he just wanted to be recognized he wanted to be seen because the whole time he was invisible he tried as hard as everybody else but nobody ever recognized him for his effort and that's a growth that's a growth mindset you know that's that's hey you know what you did great work. You tried really hard, you know, and I saw that you made this one mistake and you, and you, and you fixed it. And, you know, let's, let's, let's celebrate that. What is, uh, we, we went too far in the weeds. Uh, no, no, no. no the, the, it's because in education, this isn't happening. 
not everybody has an opportunity to get recognized. I, uh, there's if you're if you're poor, you're you're put into a poorer school. If you're if you're upper middle class or upper class, you're put in a school where you're more likely to succeed because you're going to have better training, better teachers, better facilities. You know, everything is just better I, by I, virtue of having more money or having been born into more money. There's nothing that you did, you know, because who who really who really gets to push in those directions before the age of 16? Really? You know, it's something that you were lucky enough to be born into. That should not be a thing. Yeah, I agree with you. I, but that's a, that's a, uh, you know, okay. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you want your kids opportunities to be based more on how you taught him between right and wrong, you know, and how to make healthy choices for himself and not so much, the socioeconomic status that you and your wife were, were born into? I hear what you're saying, but I'm an enemy of the school. And <laughs> I, I just am. I just am. I, because I, I don't think that it's possible to uniformly teach kids. and like The school system is fucked because yeah. it, caters to, it, it caters to the upper class. Of course. You know? It's just so hard to do things on the ground at the bottom level. Where you're at, you're, you're challenged because you're dealing with people that are going through trauma as as a result of being in a shitty neighborhood or in a shitty house, you know, with 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 parents that don't make the correct choices, right? And and so they're bringing that to school, and and you're having to work with that. And I'm not I'm not complaining. I'm just saying that those are the challenges that are going on there. If I were complaining, I wouldn't be there. You know? Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. But, but that, that, those are the challenges. And then you put all these kids in one spot, you know, they're concentrated in one spot now and it's a gulag. It turns into a gulag where, you know, the refuse for, of society is thrown into one spot and we're not going to look at it. And we're going to keep going on with our opportunities off in this space, you know, the, the upper class areas or whatever. And, and I understand parents do good you know, in life so that they can provide good things for their kids, but it shouldn't have to be that way. You know, every kid should kind of have a fair shake right at the outset. Now in a way everybody does, but it is easier for some than for others. The problem, the problem here though, is you're trying to combine two ideologies that won't work. Right. You can't have every, well, I mean, you, I guess you could have everyone do well in a way if everyone was brought to being poor. That's your socialistic way of thinking. But America doesn't work that way. America supposedly at one time was supposed to be some people succeed, some people fail. And that's just the way it is. So you have two ideologies here. That's the way it is. You can either have poor and rich, and then you give people the opportunity. Here's, here's what happens. Here's what happens. Okay, rich people. All kids should have equal access to things, right? Mm. Would you have a problem with some kid, you know, in, in, in East LA having the same access to, you know, what your kids in, you know, in Beverly Hills have? No, it would be wrong with that. Okay, well, they're here. You're here. So to get them up, we need to bring you down because that's just how resources work, right? Yeah. They, so don't, they don't come out of thin air. And that's where people start going, whoa, 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 slow down, slow down, slow down. Yeah. 
you know, I busted my ass, you know, I did this and that, and my, you know, my family and, you know, they worked hard to, to give me this stuff. And now I worked hard to keep it and give it to my kids. No, you're not taking that shit away from my kids for some other people's kids. And that's where the social contract starts to get broken. Yeah. Because the whole idea behind paying taxes and stuff is, is so that it goes into the schools. But why? I mean, it's super obvious when you go from one school to another school in the same district from one side of town to the other, it, it's glaringly obvious where the success is at. Yeah, but like you can never, I mean, it, it, it breaks, like I said before, it's two ideologies. You're only going to have, it, like America itself, you're only going to have, what, you, what do you want? You want people succeeding really good and people failing. That's just the way it is. Or everyone base. And then like, believe it or not, it's not just Beverly Hills. And it's not just Compton. It's us too. It's yeah. It'll bring all the th- shit down. Everyone's gonna be poor at the same level. So it always it always cracks down. Like we all don't want the same things. Everyone. Well, if we wanted it worldwide, we'd have to give up ninety percent of our stuff. But not that worldwide. I'm talking about just America itself. Yeah, just in America. But uh, but 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 yeah. No, it'd be that extreme. It would. It I would. I tell my students, and I tell them this, you know, in a facetious way, sarcastically, you know, to try and motivate them. Um, when I see them just deciding to slack off and they're making decisions to, to, to fail, really do, you know, decide to fail sometimes. Um, I tell them, Hey, you know what, if if what you want, you know, if you're going to prepare yourself for a minimum wage job, go ahead because, you know, we need people to work minimum wage. We need people to, you know, to pump those 99 cent colas, or to, you know, cook up them $1.39 McDoubles. Because if everybody made what I made, that shit would be way more expensive. And I want that stuff to be cheap. Why don't I use the word shit, right? And then they'll be like, does he mean it? You know, is, is that true? And then I'll be like, hey, those people are working for it. And they go, well, what's wrong with working at McDonald's? I go, nothing's wrong with working at McDonald's. You know, if, if, if you know, something terrible happened in your life and you're getting back on your feet, that's one thing. If, uh, you know if you're starting out in college or something, or if you're working there during high school, cause you're supporting your family too, you know, you hope that that's a great, that's a great thing to do. I think everybody should work in the food service industry, right? At some point. But if that's your life plan to work at McDonald's and retire from McDonald's, yeah, you're in for a really crappy retirement. Plan. It's yeah. a weird thing. Like it's like a, it is the food industry and things like that. I would liken it to the slaves of our time, you know, in the sense that like, you don't really want to do it, but then you're doing it. You know what I mean? And that's the way it is. And people need that, you know, and uh, it's just where you want to go with it. You know, well, it's like, I, I, I worked at a tire shop, right. And yeah, it was the family business. and It was my grandpa's tire shop, but man, I had my hand in the shit, you know, and not because, you know, he was my grandpa. I got to run around ordering people around. That happened later after he passed away, and then I had to run things because, you know. But, but it was, had, it was, it's hard work. It's not easy. But, but there were days where I was by myself, even after he passed away, because, you know, we, we, we could afford to have one person there, and I was like, it's me, right? Or that was, I, remember, I, remember, I remember, you know, listening to customers, hearing stupid questions, you know, and, and having to kind of suck it up and not be a smartass about it and, and help them through the process, you know, and fucking getting splinters, metal splinters in my hands, wood splinters. You know, I got a metal splinter in my fucking eyeball one time because it went through my glasses and bounced up. I don't know how the hell it got in my eye through my glasses, but 
I looked at it later and I was like, that's a piece of glitter in my eye, you know? And, and so I think everybody should work maybe not down that, that level because I was dirty as fuck. Right. But, but everybody should, should work in the service industry at some point. Just Dude, hard work's hard work, man. I'll yeah, tell yeah, you, yeah. Um, so when I moved out here, I was an x-ray tech. So when I moved out here, I didn't have a job and, um, we were supposed to live with my wife's, uh, uh, mother, I guess my mother-in-law and, uh, she's super racist, you know? And I was like, I wasn't too sure about it, but we were supposed to stay there and, um, you know, pay off bills. Right. And then I was going to find a medical assistant job. Well, she went crazy and she was like, you need, you guys get, get the fuck out of here. So I was like, fuck. I mean, that wasn't the plan. We wouldn't have done this if fuck I knew that was on the table. So I was like, shit, I got to get any job I can. So COVID-19 happens and there's no jobs. So I took Domino's, right? It was the only job I could get. So I fucking took it. First job I could get. Domino's. Fucking did it. Now I'm there. And this is what I see there. You've got young people working there where it's, that's it, man. There's, there's no hope for them. I mean, maybe they'll get a, maybe, maybe an epiphany come to Jesus moment will happen, but their aspirations, that's it. That their lives took them there and that is it. And then there's old people there, old people there who just kind of, they're the future of the young people there. You know, they just kind of just couldn't click in in society. Right. They didn't have a plan. They don't know what to do. They never went to college, anything. That's it. That's the story of them. And I'm like, and it's not like easy work. I mean, it's a lot of work. It's, 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 it's like, pff, you are working, you know, yeah, yeah. But, but there are people who don't work, but because of the nature of the job, you're not firing people and shit. You need people. So the, the 1% that they give, you're like, fuck. So you have to hire a bunch of people to compensate for the other shitty people. But so you just got this influx of shitty people working young people who just don't want to be there old people who just don't want to be there, but they got nothing else to do. And that's the story of you, you know, I already got another job, right. But I'm back to being an x-ray tech again, but I mean, I'm just saying like, if you don't do well or have a plan, you're going to get stuck in one of these jobs. And like you said to your kids, I was like, it's, it rings true. I mean, like I'm watching people where I'm like, I mean, maybe if I was like, I don't know, I don't know. What to say. I just see things, right? And so I just see these fucking guys and, and girls. They're just, they're just there. And that's, that's it, man. That is it. Their, their aspirations are to be thirteen bucks an hour, you know, or some shit like that. Like, because there's like manager positions, but that's, a, that's a fake thing. That's just levels of getting paid a little bit more, right? And you're getting these, uh, these titles and these, these awards, things like that. But it's not really a thing. It's just how to keep my slaves happy, you know? And they're, and they're always going to just always make a little bit of money. I mean, yeah, there's money out there. And that's how they, they get other people. There's that one guy out of hundreds who's going to be, you know, he's going to make the good money, you know? But that's not easy. That's not an easy position to get. Yeah, yeah, not everybody can aspire to that. You know, there are people that work, maybe they drove at one point. Yeah. And now they're working up in, you know, upper administration and stuff. Stuck. You can stay there and, and work it as best you can but there's a lot of little things you gotta do you gotta, you gotta do all this you have to like mix and match with people you gotta like play the game and then right. maybe and with luck you're that guy and then there's other people who are just gonna be there forever forever doing nothing you know and no matter how hard they work because they don't have this skill or that skill or they don't know how to socialize i don't know they just they, <sighs> they're always gonna be taking out that trash that example you gave uh 
where you said like the young people and then looking at the older people that's them in the future reminded me of uh force awakens when ray is like cleaning the things at the beginning of the movie and she looks across from her and there's like an old lady clean almost like a similar little hair thing and and she's like oh shit and you can tell what she's thinking that was a good piece of writing right there because she's like that's me in the future like i'm gonna be doing this from now until then people the people who can see that aren't the people that are that old the people who are just like oblivious to everyone around them they're just kind of this tourist in their own lives they're never they're there's that's it well that's that's what i try to that's what i try to impress upon my kids is that all the doors are open to them Mm. right now at middle school everything's pretty much still open but every time you make a negative choice, one more door closes, and then yeah. one more door closes, and then one yeah. more door closes. And as you get older, just by sitting still and not doing anything and getting older, doors start to close, you know, because that time that you have when you're a minor and you can make mistakes, learn from them, and then go and, and try to do better than that, that, that shit ends at 18 because mm. now you're legally responsible for your shit. Yeah. You know, and your parents, they're not legally obligated to keep you in the house much longer. You know, your stuff is there. You might have some kind of, you know, rights as a, you know, as a person that has stuff in a house, but they can decide to move. Yeah. Time, 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 you lose time. And what happens is you just like that 50 year old, man, I see this guy. He's like 50 fucking years old delivering pizza. And that shit's not easy. I mean, like, fucking, you're holding like 20 pound bag going up a fucking stairs and shit. You know, I mean, like. And being bossed around that that's the story of you you know and like you you want to create a ladder of success that's what i teach my kid and anyone who's young around me if they're willing to listen i'll be like hey man you want to get the fuck out of here dude you don't do not want to be doing this this is a it's a good side gig i'm not gonna lie you know get yourself out of debt that's what i like to do but um fucking don't be there don't that don't let that be you that's not, that's not the plan yeah, I mean, it's cool, but it, you don't want to be a dishwasher all your life, you know? Yeah, and then when, you know, when people see those other examples, it's like, well, okay, what did that person do? Because nobody just flies up the ladder. Yeah. Right? Well, there, you got to do this, 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 yeah. this, mm-hmm. this. Yeah. You know, nobody just rides up against the force of gravity. Some people do. Some people are born that way right but they can lose it sometimes you and me could be working and then you would be anointed you know you don't even know it you know this is it's but you know what sometimes the act of working though is one of those things you know that, that, you're doing your job and you were doing it well yeah that's true you know with the positive attitude or whatever and yeah just lucky star flew by happened you- to be somebody looking for management material and they said i like that dude's uh energy i like his work ethic i like his 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 demeanor I've seen it in all angles of the story and I'll have to say it's better to try to work hard, but not too hard and not to, and try to see your way out because I've seen people, hard workers, that's it. They will never be recognized because the people that they work for see this and want to use them and we'll just keep them there because they know that person will never achieve anything. And then also you don't want to be lazy. So you want to be right there in the middle. You don't want, you want to care, but you don't want to care too much. You want to like not care too little. You want to be right there in the middle and always working hard is a good thing, but always look for your way out. Always. But, but the opportunity is still there, you know, and yeah, like I said, look, you got to look. Hopefully it's not based on 
you know, where they were born or what they look like. Yeah. Hopefully it's based on. That's true. The that they do <laughs> what a way to bring it back. Yeah. What a, yeah. We were like everywhere else. You know? No, no, no. Because it, it, it all goes back to that, you yeah. know, yeah, the opportunities yeah. that you have, you know, we're both, we both came from the same neighborhood, we, but we, we had very different, um, I think we had very different examples of adults in our lives. You know? Very different. You had, and, um, but, but we somehow still kind of manifested this, this in different ways, you know, in different motivations. Uh, we still manifested this, this way of um, wanting to improve ourselves. That's true. And, and improve our situations and take advantage of the opportunities that we had. You know, I always thought that was some kind of a, a weird, I'm not like, you know, religious or anything, but there's some kind of a weird spiritual thing to that because like, it, there, there's no reason for us all to be the same, but we are. And like, it's, it's, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like, I don't know. We all come from different backgrounds, all, all of us, every single one of us, but yet we kind of just achieved, you know what I mean? And it's, it's, it's a weird thing. Like, it's not, I don't know. I just don't know what to call it. It's just kind of worked that way. Maybe. And I don't think you're talking about like everybody on the planet. I think you're focusing specifically on our group of friends, right? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck the planet. You could say, you could say that too about everybody. Everybody has different, but, but, but we're looking at real examples here. We're looking at yeah. ourselves and what we know intimately. Yeah. Yeah. We, the, we had very different. You, me, Chato, fucking Adrian, all of them. We just kind of like, just kind of like moved into a direction of not trying to, be that person at the bottom. You know what I mean? Right. And it's not like we're like, I don't know. It was not like an aspiration. I'm going to be at the bottom. This is like, we all moved towards the ladder of success, you know, and everyone, everyone's done that. And we've all had our hits, you know, we all went down. Every single one of us has gone down at one time or another. We were able to lift ourselves up and lift ourselves up. Like, it wasn't like, we're like, I need you ever, you know, we all just went up on our own. We just did it. We, we, I don't know, solved it, you know? So it's, it's kind of a weird thing. Maybe, we always had that inner light of uh, improvement and then we just kind of glopped together due to that or it's, I'm telling you, man, it's a magical thing. I don't know what, I don't, I don't know, man. This is uh it's unquantifiable. I feel, I feel blessed, lucky, whatever word you want to use that I ended up with the friends that I had. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's a weird thing, right? Cause we're very different. We are very different. And we kind of just linked together. It'd be great if we could get Adrian on this thing. <laughs> so people could get a taste. You know, I'll, I'll have the pause button, you know, just <laughs> fucking very, and he, he will get us fired, you know, <laughs> that motherfucker. Yeah. Well, oh, you know what? Let's move past this. Let me get to another topic. Oh, you know what? I got some salacious stuff. Kanye West. You hear about that? Um, so. I don't know what's going on with this dude. It seems like it's a mental health thing. I mean, the dude's always sounded right, right. not all there. Yeah. Um, I, I wonder how much of it stems from the trauma, you know, of his upbringing, his accident, losing his mom. Um, He's definitely crazy though. I, so I guess they're trying to say bipolar, right? Oh yeah. He has his highs and lows. And uh, <laughs> I I would say yes. I mean, it's hard because I don't live with him, so I don't know. You know what I mean? But like the shit he says is pretty crazy. But he is very smart. Yeah. He, there's a weird thing. Okay, so okay, check it out. He said, I see the headline and then I read it. So the headline is like, Kanye wants to give a million dollars to people 
who uh, want to have babies in America. I'm like, what the fuck? That doesn't work. How's that going to work? But I read it. The headline is supposed to be salacious and saying yeah. he wants to do. That's not what he wanted to do. He said the incentive for abortion is, you know, life is hard. You know, you have a kid and you're like, ah. Oh. And he goes, if it was an incentive, if we could fix the incentive, like say a million dollars every kid you have, you know, then you would have more kids and there would be no such thing as abortion. And I was like, that's pretty poignant, you know? I mean, I'm not saying give a fucking million. Like in Australia, if you have a kid, they give you money. Oh. That's a thing. That's Australia, not America. America's all yeah. about buying another missile. You have a kid, buy another missile. But yeah. can you imagine, though, to help you raise your kid, they give you 500 bucks or some shit like that, you know? It's not that much. It would make you, it would galvanize you to keep that baby. Yeah. Uh... I mean, the poor, our, our tax code tries to do that. You mean for independence, you know, like, you know, at the very end of the thing. Yeah. But it's, it's not the same thing as in giving somebody money. To, you know, he's, he's trying to think of a way to take that out of the equation of abortion. You know, that, it, but I, he, I get it. I get it. Right. Though. He, every time he says something, it sounds fucking crazy, but then you listen to what he says. Okay, so for, for instance, one time, uh, I think two, three years ago, he said, now this is salacious, another salacious thing he said, slavery was a choice. Mm. In the sense that, and it, it, it makes sense, though, because they, he goes, we outnumbered them. So you have one slave owner, and you got like 100 slaves. They could have just killed that man. It, it's not that it made sense, but you understand what his rationale is for saying something like that. Yeah, it's pretty fucking you know, it, I don't agree. Obviously, right? I think uh, I think a lot of African Americans from back then would also not agree, but it was because the the punishment was, you know, for raising your hand against your master was was death, you know, and and your families were basically held ransom for their entire lives. Yeah. So you know, it wasn't that oh we outnumber them and everything. It was just like you know what I'm not going to put my kids at risk. You know, if I don't know that everybody else isn't going to go in with me on this. It gets kind of racial discussing this in the sense that who are we to discuss it? But let's have an honest conversation. So, so I'm trying to put myself in, into that situation where, you know, I'm in bondage. And if I do something and I, I'm not sure that it's going to be successful, I just put my my wife and kids at risk. But there, you know, like think about it. If aliens came over and started enslaving people, we'd fight to the. To They're going to kill everybody. Same you know? thing with like the, okay for J- J- and we know and we know everybody's going to be on the same page about fighting. We're not we haven't been indoctrinated into a system that oppressed us. That was a sudden change, and we said no, no, no. I don't think anybody on this planet is down with you know fucking you know bowing down to these aliens. I think we're all going to fight, right? Even if our kids would die. But 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 slaves were brought over you know bunches at a time, and we're put into a system which grew. Yeah, and basically they were taught that this is the way life is, and it's not that. It's not that they chose to remain slaves. It was just that they weren't taught that there was another way. Mm. You know, they were taught that they were less than human and that this is their place in the world, and the ones that forgot that, you know, that started a question like, "Wait, why are we slaves?" You know? Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, it would be hard to get rise, you know, like yeah, we we right now are aware, you know, yeah. of our rights and 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 our civil liberties, you know, and if anybody came and tried to take those, you know, as a whole, you know, wholesale, I think everybody would rise up against it. But, but it goes to just indoctrinated into it, you know. But like, I mean, just say this. Kanye says some things though. It sounds like that's the craziest fucking thing I've ever heard. But then, like, you think about it, you're like. Eh, well, you got to consider his rationale. And again, it's worth hearing out because there might be other people that think like this and you want to be able to take it apart and then point out where it's wrong. Not just dismiss it, yeah. but really go, no, it tastes like shit. But at least you, you heard it, you analyzed it, you looked at it, and then you debunked it. Um, but you understood kind of where, where he was coming from, you know, as far as his rationale. But I don't agree. It sucks that he's running for president for him. I mean, it's just like, who let him do that? Like, why wouldn't his family try to stop him? Like, I know, I remember one time he was on meds and he said, the reason he don't take the meds because it fucks with his creativity. So. I think he was complaining that they did try to stop him. Yeah. Or, I, that, they, or that they try to put him in a, a, like a, like a mental institute. Yeah. I guess he will. Um, this is clearly crazy. Yeah, he's 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 got issues. He's got problems. Yeah. And uh I mean, I was reading something that I thought was pretty cool was a statement from his wife basically saying, "Hey, you know what? He's brilliant. You know, I care about him. I want to help him." But then you look at what's happened to the guys that have gone through that family. They get all destroyed. And you got to wonder what is you know, it? is that family just a meat grinder for guys? <laughs> it's like they all fucking go through terrible fucking lies after they go through them. What are they doing? You know, what are they doing to the men? I they pray to some evil god, pagan god or something? Because really before he got with before he got into the Kardashians, I think the worst thing he had done was say that George Bush doesn't like black people. Right next to Mike Myers, remember that? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was in the. And that was that one. You could kind of let it go as like, well, shit. The dude was pissed. He saw what was going on on the ground, and the only conclusion he could come up with was, the government doesn't care about black people. <laughs> yeah. And and it was one of those things that, he said it, and it was salacious and everything. But I I think it had the same effect as like, defund the police. Yeah. It was so extreme that everybody heard it. Yeah. And everybody said, "Well, okay, but let's look at what he's, what he, where that, where that might have come from." And that was when they started looking at, okay, the response times and you know how FEMA kind of reacted yeah. in certain areas and not in other areas, uh, not just in that hurricane, but like other crises and more affluent areas. Um, yeah, there was a disparity. Yeah. So, like, I mean, whew, I don't know. He does say some shit, you know. I don't think he should run for president, but he there he is. I have to say, if he did, if he 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 can't though because he missed his his deadline. I don't know how he's still trying to do this, but uh, I'll tell you what, man. If he on the ballot, I'm voting for him. Four years ago, don't do that. <laughs> Four years ago, somebody asked me. They go, "Do you really think Trump's going to be uh, the the nominee?" And I was like, "Nah, there's no way that people are that." that upset or that dumb to go ahead and make this guy their nominee because they're basically just giving away the the election to the to whoever the democrats put out yeah then they made him the nominee and then they asked the same person asked me do you think he'll be elected president i was like 
there's no way that there's enough people that are that feel for some reason like this administrative uh, this administration left them out that they'll go ahead and elect this guy. Fuck, I was wrong. Yeah, yeah, I have to say, I didn't, I did not think he'd be president, and he was. When I woke up that, because I went to, okay, so I'm watching the election, right? And I stayed up, dude. Yeah, I, I was, could not believe that shit. Well, I was watching it, and like, I was like, oh, it looks like he might, it'd be close for her to win, but she's gonna win anyways. I go to sleep, and I wake up, and he's president. I'm like, oh shit! It felt like someone died. It honestly, did. Yeah. Like, I was like, what? And um. I was stayed up late, dude. I was watching Green Bay, Wisconsin. I was like, "Come on, guys!" <laughs> and then I was I was going across the map. Well, I think on your cameras, like as I was going across the map this way to the west, I was just like, "Come on, guys! W- w- what's going on here? Why is this happening? Why would you vote against your interests?" Yeah, then he was president. But like you know what though, I don't think Kanye technically could become president because he missed his deadline to register as a, a running candidate. Well, I think it'd be like a third party or some shit because I think he could still do that like no. after the. I don't think no. I don't even think he'd be a. Th- he would have to be a third party. Yeah, he would have to be third party. I don't. Yeah, regardless, and there's, no, there's no more conventions. I mean, it's gonna be Joe Biden and it's gonna be Donald Trump. I'd vote for him. I'm anti Biden. I'm definitely anti-Trump. But see, okay, so there was a lot of people that were anti-Hillary, right? And and I was not happy with Hillary either. You're um, You're in California. And and I I think too many people thought, you know what? I'm going to cast a vote for Donald Trump, kind of like as a as a protest vote, <laughs> not thinking he would win. You know, the people who thought that were in the in the states where their vote didn't matter. I think the actual states, the swing states, that actually have an, a fucking hold they're the ones who are like you know what fuck uh, coal mining it's coming back I don't think they I, I've, oh, man, I can't I cannot believe that they would want that but you know what they voted for that gl- that glimmer of hope you yeah know, what a possibility that it would happen and they believed all the lies about him being a, like a successful businessman um, I know we've talked about this but his dad bailed him out every single time yeah, he he's 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 not a self-made billionaire, or self-made anything. He's he was born rich and he's just rich, and found out found out once well one success was marketing his name. Yeah, that was the smartest thing he's ever done. Um, and and tricking a lot of people into thinking that you know up until the election, tricking a lot of people thinking that that he would be looking out for their interests. Um, Presidents. Like he just played the game better. Yeah. yeah. No fucking pre- I actually, you know, it's funny. I went camping yeah. this week and um, I was talking to this black guy and um, you know how he's incensed, you know, you can kind of tell he's one of those. I, I only pay attention to the shit that makes me right. And since he's black, he's you know liberal. So he goes, he, he goes, the Democrat, you see the only people that care about us is Democrats. And I'm like, Nope. Nobody cares no. about it. that's that's the <laughs> trick. That's the fuck <laughs> I go, that's the trick. Democrats who fly in jets and richer than you, they don't give a fuck about you. Nothing's changed. Nothing. And, you know, you guys are always gonna be here and they're gonna be there. And then the Republicans are the same thing. Unless I think the Democrats are more willing to open the door a little bit at a time. 
part of their own. But, but you are right. There's 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 Democrats and then there's Democrats. You know, there's Democrats that have a shit ton of money and really, if if they vote that in that in that in that direction, it's because their constituents want them to. You know, they're, the name of the game is to oh, stay in the game. No, they're in for the south. And then like his. Uh, yeah, that's what, that's what I just said. That the the name of the game is stay in the game. They want their. They want to stay there, and so they'll do whatever they have to do to stay there. And they'll look at polls, and they'll be like, okay, what do these people want so that they'll vote for me again? That's kind of the way it should work, right? That, that's the way it should work. Um, no, what they should do is vote for the interests of the people no matter what. And if, Well, if at it, some point, there is a – you have a moral obligation, yes. But they don't do that. Because you have, you have an obligation to your constituency – and then you have an obligation to the Constitution of the United States, and 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 the principle that we're lo- we're here to look out for everybody, not just our constituents. I don't. Everybody. I, I you know what I've learned from this COVID nineteen, they're out for themselves. Like every even before that, if you if you before you and me podcast, I have hundreds of podcasts before this, and. I was seeing things in a weird way where I was just like, well, it seems like if you're on red team, you're doing this and you're on blue team, you're doing this. There should be some in between, but there isn't like, like, like I said, with the missile, I bring this up all the time. The missiles, man, they, they fucking kill this fucking terrorist guy. And literally it's like, Oh yeah, we saw news. We're with this side. We saw the news. We're on that side. And I'm like, that shouldn't exist at all. That shouldn't even be a sentence. That should be, yeah, yeah, yeah. We all agree, or yeah, 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 we don't agree, or there's a mix and match, but there isn't. And AOC, she's like, she's like your, uh, like, oh, I'm for the people, right? But you know, if you're for the people, you make a lot of money, though. I mean, if you're for the people, you should make so much money. They all make a lot of money. That's the people point to her that she she was the person who was poor, and now she somebody propped her up. She couldn't have mounted a campaign without people propping her up. My my issue with AOC is uh, she's throwing grenades within the within the Democratic Party, and it's they don't need to do that right now. Yeah, it's um, weird. I was talking to somebody today that said, "Oh, I love AOC," and I was like, "Why?" I, I you can agree with her, but at the same time, it's like we kind of have a bigger goal right now, um, which is to kind of try to restore the U.S. to at least what it was in 2016, right? Yeah. And then and then be able to 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 move forward from there. Yeah. Uh there's been a lot of damage that's been done. And right now AOC um she she she's lobbing hand grenades within the Democratic Party and it's like no no don't do that. That's what Russia's doing to the country. Yeah. You know, dividing us and now we're not we're too busy infighting over here and just watching within our own borders and we're not seeing what's happening out there. You know what though? I I heard I was listening to this one guy on a podcast. Okay, so I listened to one podcast called Matt and Shane's Secret Podcast. They're fucking racist. Hard. You know, they try not to be. And they're genuine people. They really are. They're having the conversations we have probably behind closed doors kind of thing. But they just have it out, you know. And uh, they got this guy, right? This is this is where I'm getting at. They had the guy, and they took the, the podcast down. And it, the guy was an uh, operator, I'll call him. And he was talking about missions he did. I had to find this podcast because they took it down. I was like, what the fuck? I'm a Patreon. What the fuck? It turns out the government contacted them and said, hey, look, you got to pull that shit off. The government contacted these guys. These guys are on the level. They're like, they're like, they don't give a fuck. But they took that podcast down. Unprecedented. So that shit was legit, right? That means that they're legit. 
in the way they talk and they, they, they fucking pay attention. Government says do this. They fucking did it. All right. Fast forward. They had another guy. He calls it or calls it. And he talks to him. This guy was vetted. He doesn't say he's an operator. He says he, he didn't specify his job, but he said this, and this is very interesting. He says he gets information. His job is to look at information more than the public gets. And then to, uh, to make uh, a judgment call on certain things. He's an analyst. Exactly. And he, <laughs> he's got info and he goes, a thing he likes to do is to, with, with what he knows is like, see if he could find the same news through normal meat, like say you and me finding it. Say if a person could come to the same conclusion. And what's really happening here, and that long story short, is there's a war going on between us, Russia, and China, and India, and all of them. And the war isn't like guns and missiles. It's media. Right. It's, it's media. It's this. So when you, okay, so Russia does this thing, right? So co- like COVID-19, right? Well, you know how we're all confused about masks, right? So, yeah. so me being, you know, white Republican, conspiracy theorist, I look at Russian news because Russian's not going to lie. And Russia's quoting news from Africa. So what Russia does is, this is legit. They go to Africa and they quote some new some news story that happened in Africa. That way, Russia's not really lying. They're quoting someone in Africa. Okay. So this guy does a test on an apple. He does a COVID-19 test on an apple in Africa. And it comes out positive. So Russia reports it. Republican here gets the news from Russia and says, see, COVID-19 doesn't exist because that shit in fucking Africa. And it creates this. And so here's, here's what's happening. We have unrest here. We've got defund our police. We have COVID masks don't work. We're confused about that. It's not that we're yes or no. It's the doubt. We have, yeah. we have doubt in our police. We have doubt in this. And, that, and so we're tearing ourselves apart. Know this, we're doing it too over there. But they're getting yeah. And he goes, you'd be amazed in how much – the guy was talking about how when we watch the news right and left, that's what they call the matrix. We're caught in it. If you're, if you're, if you're like, oh, yeah, obviously right is right or left is right, you know, we're already wrong. So when I'm having a debate with somebody like, you know, the, guy, the Democrats care about me, I'm like, you're stuck. If I'm talking to a Republican, they go, Trump's the truth. You're stuck. And that's the story of that. They're dug in and they don't, they don't know why. Mm. It, it's, it goes back to this idea of indoctrination. You yeah. know, they're, you're put into the matrix and you kind of don't want out. Yeah. You like where you're at and you're just going to take the blue pill and just stay there. Uh, it's the reason why people stick to, you know, the Confederate flag. It's the people why people. It's the reason why people stick into the Redskins. It's the reason why people stick into statues. Uh, and and I know I'm pointing out things on the right. I'm sure there's things on the left too. Of course. Well, and, and you know, I want somebody on the right to kind of point some of those out for me to kind of think about. Yeah, you know, you're right. We we, we do stick to some things. That's the beauty of the Matrix, though. The movie itself is, you've got, you know. I'm stuck in the matrix, you know, I'm seeing the system as it is. I'm like, this is good. I eat steak. It tastes like steak. And then there's the real world, you know, and the real world fucking sucks. And that's what, 
when when you're stuck in the matrix and you're making decisions like hey red this blue that republican that trump that you know hillary this you're in the matrix you know but when you're outside of the matrix kind of like fuck this sucks you know you're in, you've enslaved my people you know and here i am eating fucking oatmeal you know and like that's the beauty of the movie the matrix and you know they got that that whole concept of the movie is uh, it's funny because they they turned into ai and all that and the movie actually is based off some french guy's like novel of the matrix and his idea of the matrix was this what is happening now right and um he didn't like the fact they turned it into some kind of fucking science fiction but i was like well, I mean, but it's a way to get the idea out there in an entertaining way. You're kind of tricking people into taking your idea seriously. But no one really got that, though. I don't think that. I don't really do. When we watched The Matrix, it was fucking cool, man. But I don't think any one of us, and we're, you know, me, you, all the guys. Yeah, I don't think we started thinking of systems of society. Yeah, but that's what it is, though. When you're caught up in, like, my side's right because it's red, or my side's right because it's blue, you are in The Matrix. When you're outside the matrix, it kind of sucks though, because like you don't have a team, you're just you're just out there, you know. I think that's why the well, it's because you know what, the second and third ones weren't that awesome, but I feel like they they didn't they didn't go to that depth, and that's why I think people sometimes they get something out of a movie even if they don't know that they're getting something out of a movie. Yeah, you know, they get sucked into it but they don't really know why it's like when you hear something or you see something, you're like, I like that. I, I just can't really explain why I like it. I agree you know? with and you. It's not until you go and you start taking it apart and you're like, Oh yeah, no shit. Um, the second and third matrix movies, they didn't have that, that duality of, you know, wanting to be stuck within a system or not knowing about the workings of the system or knowing about workings of the system, maybe working within the system or wanting to just bring the system down completely. I think the third one does that. The second one kind of just builds on the first one and just creates nothing really. It doesn't create anything. It the just... second one kind of talks about whether or not we want to perpetuate the system. No, I think the third one does that. The third one, wait. But the, at the end of the second one is when he meets the architect. You're right. No, you're he right. He has to choose whether or not to do yeah. the whole thing over again. But it was the third one that doesn't really it was a tiny little bit at the very end of the fucking movie the whole movie is getting to that point yeah when really that's probably something that should have been at the beginning i agree if they had layered that from the beginning mm -hmm. layered it in and we because the matrix kind of weaves all those things to to to, to the end and the, the first one yeah. yeah yeah second one doesn't really weave it in it's just in your extra it's happening shit's happening shit's happening shit's happening we don't know why it's happening we don't know what's happening. oh guess what it's because you got to make a choice yeah where was that hinted at before yeah. that you know maybe there's a breakdown where it has been hinted but i've watched those movies a shit ton and no the they i really watched it was because keanu reeves fly, flying around like superman that was cool. a couple years before superman return comes out you know what though they they do hint at it it's like a choice but they kind of um do they no in the first one they do that they they do do that but the second one they don't they don't talk about choice because he talks to the oracle yeah they in the first one he's making choices throughout the movie Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in the first one he's he makes he makes the red versus blue choice yeah you know 20 minutes in he makes a choice whether or not to follow the instructions on the phone mm -hmm. he goes along with it and then he stops and he makes a choice not to follow along you know but in in that movie though the the oracle explains that you've already made that there is no they, they actually break it down right there was no really there's no choice 
if you already know. And it's not like goes, the choice was already made. You're just here to understand why you made that choice. So is there yes. a choice? And I, I thought that was such a deep thing. That was a good one. Now I think it's deep. When, back then, I, I couldn't understand it. I mean, like, it doesn't make sense. But he goes, if, if you know what I'm going to do, then it's not really a choice. And he goes, no, no, no. You made a choice. It, you just don't understand it. Somebody pointed out, and I had never thought of it, she's literally giving him cookies like a program, program cookies. Oh, yeah. Program cookies are like packets of information so that you memorize the website. You know, and it loads faster the next time and stuff like that, right? Like your information on a website or your preferences or whatever. But, I, but that's – how would you know that? Like how I, – I didn't even think about it. You know, she's literally giving this dude cookies. Yeah. And uh, that, I think that's how, that's, how, that's how deep the writing is for that first one. Yeah. And I think the first one, I think it was one of those deals where they like wrote the first one and it was supposed to be all encapsulated, had all the ideas that they wanted. And everyone was like, you got to make a sequel. <laughs> like, shit yeah because it, it does look like an unrealized idea then it the second one and then well towards the end they got it like i i just don't understand what they were thinking they were like but they were all confused anyways because they're all transgender and such <laughs> well whatever on that that was another you know what they, discussion they, they didn't know who they are they didn't know what they wanted to be they were confused you know that's that's what brings me i wanted a segue into that Oh, shit. Yeah. So let's talk about some real shit here. We're going to talk about transgender women, which means a man or man who wants to be a chick. Or a female that was before a man. No, that's transgender man. No, transgender women are women now. That, no, transgender women are men who want to be women. Or who... Who are women? Yeah, yeah no. That's, no. A, that's why I'm saying. I thought transgender women were women that used to be identified men. as men. Okay, yes. Okay. You went one way. You went the front to the back, and I went back to the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were confused. But, um, okay, so my wife, super progressive, right? This is what broke her in this respect. And this is how you break a lot of this whole wokeness is – Oh man, I, I meant to pull it up. I meant to, I meant to get this video, but it was I was explaining to her what, what this transgender woman was talking about, and she was like, "How the fuck would he know this?" And I'm like, "How would she know this?" Right. So basically, he was like, "Women think like this," and he listed a set of things, and men think like this, and he listed a set of things, and then you know. There you go. So here I am, a woman, and you're telling me I have to think this way to be a woman. And in the world of what they call mansplaining, it's like this transgender woman movement is kind of putting women on the back burner, like in a way. Now, back in the 60s, we're transgender women will get beat just for fucking identifying each other i would say maybe there's something to that but now it's yeah girl you know it's it's you get more applauded for and and dave Chappelle got shit for this right but it's what he was trying to say when he did his 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 chinese impression yeah you know because he was he was kind of pointing out the problem with amplifying stereotypes 
to identify who could just be who you are. You yeah. don't need to exaggerate stereotypes yeah. to communicate who you are. Just be who you are. Mm. And that's why he said, you know, how funny would it be? You know, I, I, how would I tell people that I'm Chinese? How would I be able to show that yeah. without falling into these stereotypes? <laughs> that's why it's funny because it's ludicrous. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's ridiculous. You wouldn't do that. He was hilarious. When he did. So, hey, so <laughs> yeah, to, okay. I was laughing. Right, because I I understood it. He wasn't making fun of Chinese people, obviously, because he's married to an Asian person. His kids are half and half, and whatever, whatever. He's making fun of the fact that people lean on stereotypes, you know, to try to communicate who they are. So what do when, you when you shouldn't have to really do that? And it sounds like you know, without without having seen that video that you're referencing, it sounds like what that's what that person is trying to say, that. If you want to identify one way or if you do identify one way, you got to act a certain way. And if you identify another way, you got to act that other way. When uh, I, I would disagree. But then you're disagreeing with a transgender woman. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're, you are stepping on her rights to exist. But see, you know what? Then, you know, then we're, then we're going to have that conversation, you know, and then it depends on how I, how I respond. Now, cancel culture, right? My shit on you're done. Um, no, no, no. You're done. You know, at that point, there is no conversation. It is. You're done. But, uh, well, I, I know you don't. Naivete. Yeah, I know. I, I, I feel you. Yeah. Maybe it's the, the naivete or, or, or my, my, my hope, you know, in, in people's decency to want to hear each other out. But you're right. There are some people that are plenty loud in social media that can just shut you down for disagreeing. Yeah, there's um, another thing was uh, that really pisses my wife off. It, maybe I shouldn't say anything about that because I don't want to put her on blast. But I mean, but she's very noble. Like she's anti-porn. She's anti, like, it, okay. Yeah, she she does she doesn't bear any ill will towards anybody. I no, she's not. Oh, she's yeah. not about this movement only because she's anti-guy. I think in reality, I think I mean like if it like if it, okay, so if a guy uh murders a chick you know fuck that guy go to hell if a girl murders a guy it's that guy had it coming you know she is hardcore pro woman so when you have these guys jumping in there now she's like calculating and shit and that's when it kind of but she does bring up points okay for instance there's a so here here's a woman's right uh women's uh group right and they're they're coming up with rights right for women they get a guy who identifies as a woman in that group. In that group. Now, there's a reason they established that group. Now, his or hers uh, identity is like, I should exist in this group. The women there, they, for whatever reason, they were abused by men or whatever. They are saying that this is their group. But what's, what's, what's happening here? What, what is happening there? Like, who's... Are you treading on their rights? Are you, or she treading on their? I what's happening? Gay clones. Okay, let's go there. You know well, what I'm saying? It, it's it's you're gonna have you're not gonna have everybody on the same page. You know, you, you can't say, okay, well, therefore, feminism. You know, and and female rights, and maybe even not, maybe they're overcompensating, right? The, which which would almost be fair. Because, you know, it's like, it's been like this for so long. Now it should be like this for the same amount of time. That would be fair. After that, we can go and do this. Okay, I, I get the rationale. 
but it sounds like it's just it's a group of women that are looking out for women but that don't recognize transgender women as true women there's probably another group of women out there somewhere that are in support of you know feminism but that are accepting of transgender women you know so it's a faction within a faction mm. you know the civil rights movement wasn't all one one same movement you had the panthers you had the nonviolence, you had the, the the muslims you had all these different factions and sometimes they were worrying at each other and at each other's throats talking shit about each other even though they were all kind of generally pointing in the same direction but they had different ways that they wanted uh to get there and different different distances and different maybe you know maybe 10 feet this way 10 feet that way that they wanted to end up at it's very muddy yeah gay clones in reference to what we talked about last one well see what we're saying you know this is like you know you're gonna have straight clones and you have maybe potentially gay clones you know it's just it's 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 groups within groups yeah you know, and some of the clones might be cool with it. They might be like, well, okay, you know, I'll, I was curious too. You know, you guys went with it. Go ahead. Some other clones are going to be like, no, we're all fucking brothers. We're all the same person. You guys shouldn't be doing that shit. Yeah. You know, yeah. but just, just because they're all clones, we shouldn't be thinking that they're all going to be thinking the exact same way. That's what I thought. Well, they don't, obviously, right? Well, that's what I did. That's why when you said it, I was just like, the first time you brought it up, I even I kind of reacted like, okay. And then I started thinking about, well, yeah, you know, you can't put everybody in the same bucket and expect them all to have the same ideas. Well, yeah. it, it, it's demonstrated throughout the show, like, that they think differently between each other, you know? And the, obviously because of the haircut, you know? Yeah, otherwise they'd all prefer the same haircut, you know? They'd yeah. all want the exact same thing. You, you know they'd what? all have the exact same goals. They'd all have the exact same allegiances. But, I mean, like, think about it, though, for a second, though. Um, the difference between gay clones and all that shit and, and, and the civil rights movement is they kind of they kind of attack each other in a certain way because like if obviously if a guy is talking about women's rights it's kind of wrong right because it you know but then he's identifying as a female so his ideology is saying because I'm this I can speak to this They need, they, they, it's not fair, but they need to be ready to, for pushback still, right? Wait, the transgender or the women? The transgender. It's, it's not like in the South, okay? In the South, desegregate schools. Okay, there was no way that the first black students that went into an all-white school said, everyone's going to treat me right. They recognized, and this is what made them brave, right? They yeah. recognized that shit was going to be fucking difficult right and that it was going to take time for that idea to pass you know and for it to become accepted and for it to become a thing or actually not a thing you know black kid going to school okay same as every other fucking kid going to school but that's very different no it's it, it, it's it's the same because you can't right now you can't have this sudden shift you know it's right but that's not the way humans work. You can't say, hey, you were raised to think this thing for 30, 40 years. And guess what? You've been wrong the whole fucking time. So change the way you're thinking now and accept it now. That, that's not the way we work. We're not wired up that way. You know, have a discussion, you know, and be, be ready to not ostracize somebody because they can't think that far forward yet. But have patience. I think the color of someone's skin, 
is still the same. Like take away the skin, they're gonna be the same kind of person. But with yeah, okay. genders, it gets kind of weird, right? Because biologically, they are different. Yeah, but you could still make right and wrong decisions. You can still be fair. You can still donate to the poor. You can still, you know, volunteer at a at a at a soup kitchen or something. Or you could still, you know, stop at red lights and go on green lights. That your gender should not matter and should not determine the content of your character. In a woman's group, though. So that's that's where that's where this this thinking is so new, you know, that you kind of got to be prepared for a lot of pushback. You know, not everybody just because you identify as female is going to say you are a female. Yeah, but the the idea or ideal behind female and male, like for it's pink. That's that used to be a dude color. Now it's a female color. I mean that that will change throughout history. So what is it that you mean? You mean whatever society dictates, and this is a thing before even transgender. This is a thing where women don't want to be put in a box. Like I could do guy things, but what is guy things? You know what I mean? Like I could be a mechanic. You know that kind of bullshit. They're they're trying to fight for those equal rights, right? I want to I want to be an astronaut. I want to be this. I want to be that, right? But then you have these guys who are like, oh, I'm transgender woman, and I could do it too. You know, it's it's kind of like. I don't know. Uh, like, you got two kind of movements going on. You have yeah. the women trying to be themselves, right? They're like, we are equal. But then you got guys jumping in there and say, I'm a transgender woman. You know, I could do this too. Look at me bench press more than you. You know, so like, maybe, maybe this is an unprecedented thing where it's, you got to, let one movement go first and then the other that that that's that's kind of the way movements have always happened right um but women should get their own you know what i mean like i mean like for fucking they are the other half you know what i mean like there's more women than there is just black people well i feel like any minority or 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 female should uh should be empathetic to somebody you know trying to move forward at the same level and sense of equity as everybody else you know i don't i i feel like it'd be really hypocritical for a women's group to ostracize a transgender female that's tough it it leaves me thinking and pondering i mean like i mean i hear what you're saying but at the same time i'm aware of my own implicit bias would I date a transgender female? I would not. You know, that's not what I'm into. We discussed. You and yeah, me, we did. We, we did. And like, it was it's good. Personal preference. Now, I'm going to make a choice not to, you know, engage romantically with that person. But that doesn't mean that I hate the person or I don't approve of them. That's, that's like, just not what I'm into. It's like, I'll, I'll be friends with them. Yeah. You know, I'll invite them to places. I'll support them, you know, if, if they need moral support or whatever. It's like, I'm romantically, you know, I, I like a certain type of female. Am I going out and trying to have sex with all of them and have relationships with all of them? No. You know, it's just that's not something that I'm into. But with this case of this, this, this women's group, you know, ostracizing a transgender female, I, I don't know. I would think that that group would, 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 would be more empathetic to somebody that that's facing a lot of the same things that they're facing, albeit in a different way, you know, 
different. It, it, the, the details would be different, but the, the experience and the emotional scarring would be the same. So if we're talking about menstrual periods. Obviously, I mean, if, if the transgender female is saying, oh, yeah, those things, are, those things are ridiculous. I hate it when I get my period. Then it'd be like, okay, slow down, girl. You know, because you obviously don't get those. You know? But, so what is that? Well, then that would be, it would just be something that they don't have. It'd be the same thing as like, I agree, but what is that though? If I if I if I'm a guy identifying as a female and I say I I get cramps too, then you're lying. So like like there's like a thing. It, 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 we could have the same thing within a group of friends, man. If if one dude's just always fucking lying about everything, eventually it'll be like you know what? Uh, we're going that way. You know, it doesn't have to be male or female, transgender, gay, whatever. It doesn't have to be any of that. If somebody's in the group and they're lying all the fucking time, you know, and they're not taking your concerns seriously. If, if a transgender female is in there and faking going through cramps and having menstrual periods, they're not being fully honest about the process of that. If they do, maybe, maybe they have some kind of a, a thing in their head that they, they get them too. Like, just like I, I feel like being a woman, I could, I could just say that I feel cramps and now like, I know it's not a biological thing, but like, I mean, there's women who have cramps, but they don't really feel it. They have menstrual periods, but they don't. Yeah. No, there's, there, there's, yeah, you're right. But again, transgender female, it's not a hormone shift that's triggering that monthly cycle because they don't have that you know so if somebody was being disingenuous and saying that they were or if it's in their head if it's i don't know if this is the word psychosomatic you know yeah um you're right then then maybe that ladies group would 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 understand you know okay they've been diagnosed with this or whatever fuck it you know they, Wait, it's, they, it's in their head, you know, and they're 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 feeling these pains, and they're they're we feel that they're being sincere. Okay, let's 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 commiserate. But if if it's like they're fucking lying, and this is not in their head, but know? there's no way to tell. Just as if I were to just put a wig on and say, "Yeah, I'm a chick," and then like you don't know, you don't know if I'm faking it or not. Well, that I mean, again, that's where. That's where, you know, spending time with somebody over time is where all of that is going to meet itself out. You know, if that's the only lie they tell, and there's no way to tell. You should probably give somebody the benefit of the doubt. You know what I'm saying? I used to, I used to bike with this guy and he would always talk. I did this and I did that. And then I, I, I was like, man, this guy's fucking awesome. He's done all this crazy shit and everything. And he's, he's only like 17. I refused it when dude shaped like a bowling pin and he's saying that he's out training navy seals oh yeah they let me in and i was training with navy seals and I, none of them this guy is i was the first one in the run of this net huh is this edgar <laughs> no, no 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 i was like do i and i looked at this dude and i was like you can barely outpace me on a bicycle how the fuck are you doing all this other shit yeah you I'm calling bullshit and after a while, I was like, no, this is all bullshit. This guy's a bullshitter. And I stopped hanging out with him because I was like, nah, this guy's nah. I don't need a bullshitter. It's funny that it used to be a lot of people like that, right? That we all knew. Like, there was like uh, people like, well, I don't know. I remember this one guy named Carlevan where he was like, I see ghosts. He can see ghosts. That's why we're all white. 
in high school. It was weird. Another thing is, I remember that guy. You're a badass at biking. I remember that, dude. I, every time I bike with my kid, I think I think about it. You know, like you had that uh, tall geese. You know, yeah. <laughs> like the uh, the racer bike, and I was like, yeah. Uh, I, I, I think Nancy was like, we should get one of those bikes. I'm like, fuck those bikes, mountain bikes for life. Because <laughs> I think I've never had a road bike. My tall geese was a mountain bike, but no, but, but the the tires, the racer bike. Tire. I put slicks on it. I yeah. put slicks on oh. it, but they weren't the they were they were the fat slicks, not the little thin racer. Shit wasn't a mountain bike. You had a little curved little fucking. That shit was. Had the the horns went up. I never had a road bike. Chato had a road bike. I always thought you had a road bike. Never had a road bike. It fucking was fast, though. I've always preferred. I was fast. No, oh, no, you rode my bike one time too, and that bike was fast. And that was a that was a Kmart special bike. It was a Pacific. That was still that bike. That was- huh? Your bike? Yeah, it was my bike. But it was it was that was a racing bike. Yeah, it was fast. But again, because I I I had lengthened the cranks. I had put like road bike components on it but i like the mountain bike frame mm. hey is your dog about to get eaten by me because <laughs> there's kids playing outside what oh yeah i forgot it's not like as late as it is over here no no it's 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 dusk over here and yeah. the kids uh they're cool i've been interacting with them more why uh because these kids are gonna be teenagers pretty soon and i don't want to fucking with my stuff you know what? Out uh, mm, well it just i also the cool guy in the neighborhood you know i know that they'll remember that and also i i have been working with kids so i kind of need that that juice you know you gotta keep keep your skills strong you know so i saw there was like 10 of them out there the other day playing with nerf guns Ooh. and uh Two of them did not have Nerf guns. And you have Nerf guns. Because oh. I bought Nerf guns for, for your kid's birthday. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> when I said it, I was like, oh, yeah, you have the zombie Nerf guns. And so I went out there and I was like, hey, come here. And they, they think they're in trouble, right? And, and they're like, yeah. And I was like, hey, so you guys are playing Nerf guns. Uh, there's two people that don't have Nerf guns. Do you guys want to borrow my Nerf guns? You have two of them, too. I have two of them. Zombie ones. And they were like, if I only had one, I wouldn't have done nothing. But I saw two kids missing Nerf guns. I had mine too. And, uh, and uh, yeah, they were like, oh, cool, thanks. And I was like, yeah, don't worry about the darts. If you lose them, you lose them. But I, I don't have any more in case you yeah. ever want to borrow them again. That's the way it goes with darts. Yeah, just like, I, 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 right up front, I'm like, I, I know kids are kids. And so, you know, whatever happens, happens. You know, so long as I get the guns back, just take care of them. And they come back every time and they work every time. Uh, they, I don't have all the darts anymore, but yeah, okay, I don't care. I'm not, I'm not out there nerf darting. So yeah, that's they, they know if they lose them, they don't have them. So it's it's cheap though too. Like I, I just buy a bunch of because my kid loses them all the time. Fuck okay. it, buy some more. Now, um, let's move on to another subject here. All right, uh, I got, uh, I got, uh, all right, female leads in games. All right, all right. Transgender. No, I'm joking. No, um, I like how you squash the transgender talk. I mean, you really, you're very nuanced. Of course, you will get filleted, but I'm just saying, like, by the extreme sides. Yeah, of course. But um, you are very measured. I have to say, I, I give you high marks for that. Like, you keep your wokeness checked. You you don't get too far into it. You know, 
you know, like babies should just have hormones. You don't get that hardcore. You just keep it fucking level. Well, I've worked, I mean, well, I, okay. I've worked with kids. Wait, did you say hormones? Kids should have hormones? No, no, no. I said, I, no, I said, uh, I don't know if I could share this, but I'm not saying names, but I've worked with kids that are, that are trans, right? And, um, I don't want to go there with that. I don't want, I don't want to argue. Yeah, no, 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 no. But I'm just saying it's like you, you kind of have to have that, that mindset, you know, and be ready to, to, to open yourself up to these ideas. You just genuine though. Like as in you are not trying to bullshit here. Like at first I was sussing it out. I was like, God, dude, he's fucking, he's too far gone. But you know what? You very nuanced. So it's not, you're, you're not, you're not spitting rhetoric. You know, I've heard this shit before. But it doesn't sound like, uh, unless you're really good at like faking it, you're really, I mean, very level, man. Like you, Marshall, you a keto, man. You just fucking bounce that shit out. I feel like I forget it sometimes when I'm trying to be cool. What do you mean? I feel like if I'm trying to be cool, I might forget this idea of equity. You know, being cool with us, our guys, or being. No, no, no. I don't know. Because this shit wouldn't fly with some of our friends. Like having open minds because a lot of our friends are like, mm. you know what I mean. But again, if we have patience with them, and then, you know what, everyone's always told me I got I'm, I'm very patient. <laughs> you remember telling you or me that Mm-mm. you and me would argue for hours, hours. I think that's a sign of patience. Otherwise, it'd be like fuck this interview over. Yeah, we would argue fucking fucking hardcore. Yeah, we would argue for a long time, but, now- but it's because. But that, that's what patience is. It's like, you know what? There's value in listening to you and there's value in, 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 in talking to you and in trying to help you see what I see. You know? Yeah. If, there wasn't a val- if there wasn't value in it, I'd tell you to fuck off and I'd walk away. I've gotten older in that respect in the sense that when I'm talking to somebody, I'm going I'm to only allow a certain amount of time. And if, 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 it's, if, you're, not gonna, if, if you're not coming with me on this journey... Oh yeah, no. Then there's, yeah. Okay. And at that point, you're talking to a fucking sphinx, a wall, whatever. And it's just, you know what? It's a waste of time. Adrian Anthony, they they're oh, and Chato though too. Like they're I need to pause real quick before okay. I bring back my guns. <laughs> well, that's okay to know about the adventures of Weddle, dude. That motherfucker would be late to his own birthday. <laughs> so I got him um uh, because <laughs> we we stopped by Target and I was like, oh, Hot Wheels. So I, Hot Wheels. Stopping at the Hot Wheels, just buying Porsche Hot Wheels. You know. Oh, mm, anything yeah. cool? You know, any any cool cars that I like. Mm. Um, and he was like, "Oh, dude, look for the party wagon." I go, "Party wagon." And then I looked it up. I forgot that that's what the Ninja Turtle, that's what the Ninja Turtle van is called, the party wagon. And it, I didn't realize that they had made a Ninja Turtle party wagon Hot Wheel. I thought it was called the Turtle Van, party wagon. What? Wow. Yeah, I know. Me too. Yeah, me too. I was like, that. what? That's the mess. So, dude, I went to I went to three different Targets, you know, a few different okay. Walmarts. <laughs> and then stores, usually I get lucky there. That's too I didn't find shit, dude. No, no, that's way obscure, dude. I, I ended up going to this hobby shop and uh, I looked out. I mean, usually Hot Wheels are, are $1.20, something like that. $1.19. A dollar? Uh, what are you talking about? Fucking California, dude. It's a dollar, motherfucker. Yeah, it should be a dollar. It's always been a dollar, right? Dude, it should be. Uh, a- they were two bucks each. And I found two of them. 
That's not too bad, though. No, I mean, like, that's obscure. Like, like, if it was a Porsche race car, yes. The fucking party van? Get the fuck out of here, dude. Right? That's like the DeLorean. Try to find that one. But then I had a dilemma because I had two, and I was like, oh, I, I want one because this is fucking cool. But I was like, no, but it, was it was meant for him. So I got them both. Why? Wait, 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 wait. You get one, he gets one. No, I got them both. That way, if he wants, he can open one because he likes to display his shit. It's funny. Know? I'm asking you. And you know what? You know what the other hard thing was finding the little cases that they go in. I had, a, I had a, I looked all over the place, and I, I didn't want to wait too long to get them, and I wanted to have them and make sure that they fit. And I ended up finding them at a, a fucking card trading place. Fuck! I didn't even know there was cases. Yeah. We just smash Hot Wheels. That's what we do. We get the Hot Wheels and we smash them into each other. That's how what I did. That's what he does. That's what, that's what I used to do. Yeah, hey man, that's what we do. I but dude, the party wagon shit. If you find me a DeLorean, this shit's back in time. Oh man. Oh, which one? The DeLorean. I have a DeLorean. I have a I have a back in time DeLorean. I have the, the time machine DeLorean and I have a regular DeLorean. What? Uh, you know what's cool is when you see a DeLorean, you're like, oh man. Oh yeah. Dude. I saw a DeLorean all decked out on the road driving down the street the legit like probably not from the movie it was probably like a fan that that did it up mm. but uh i was like ah, 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 ah. and i think i was uh i was in my porsche i should have i should have just followed that guy i was on my way to like a family thing. i should just followed that guy and then a red light jumped out of my car and taking pictures and then jump back in. it would be nice to drive that what do you think good handling no 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 not with all that shit on it either and then the original car is a four-cylinder. Uh, I think it does like 120 horsepower. The car was gutless. For the movie, they actually replaced the engine sounds with like a big old V8. Of course. <laughs> it would be weird, right? <laughs> yeah, that car was... was yes, I agree. They, they focused on the body first. Of course, because it does Before they went to the power plant. And then yeah. all that shit happened with DeLorean before they had a chance to like... Yeah go turbo or bigger engine or that's such a good movie that doesn't get it right with time travel or anything like that it's such a good movie though well i always like the reference in endgame where they're talking about time travel and he's all so back to the future was a was a bunch of bullshit i was like what the fuck yeah all time travel stories are bullshit so enjoy the ride that that was the message that i got from that it was like back to the future was bullshit this movie's bullshit too it's a narrative tool that they're using to get the catharsis that we're looking for. Yeah, you. Yeah, if you're starting to look, trying to fucking define quantum physics. And, yeah, no, no, no. It's like, wait a minute. You're saying Tony Stark figured this out in, a, in an evening? Yeah. Just go you with know, it, man. It, that, that's not that's not the important thing. Yeah. Like, okay, fine. He spent five years on it. Okay, great. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The story beats him meeting his dad, you know, and being able to have that interaction and say goodbye the way he always wanted yeah. to. It was in America getting to have his fucking dance with this woman, dude. Marianne, I, I, I'm, I'm huge on Tony Stark, but I'm starting to become. I've always been a big fan of Captain America. I'm starting to become a way bigger fan of Captain America. The what? more I think about Captain America, I always get red eyed and teary eyed when he's dancing with this girl. I hear you. You know, it's funny you should say this. Okay, so Iron Man actually has an arc. Yes, we talked about this. Yeah, but Captain America doesn't. At he all. doesn't. He 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 is the force that affects everybody's arcs around him because he tests them. Yeah, you know he no, he's, tests their decisions and their choices. He's also tested. Yeah, but he never deviates. He's the dude 
and and I think that's important because he's the dude that that it's like, man, if I was in trouble, I would want Captain America there because I know he's gonna do the right thing. I have a theory. Oh, if, go ahead. if Anthony, if the Russo brothers, if they were to make a Superman movie, I think they could do it because Civil War was a great movie, but not and um and um what's the other uh, Winter Soldier, beautiful movie, beautiful fucking movie. But Captain America literally just kind of stays the same. There's nothing new. And like he like things are changing. He's like, what? You know, but not much. They could do a Superman movie. They could crack the puzzle. They can fucking figure it out. Because that's yeah, a- it, it in Man of Steel, I was okay with with the exploration of how he developed his morals. Right? Oh, with Kevin Costner. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Well, that's what it is. I didn't like that he died. Okay. Well, how he died, or even how he died, he died because in in the in the nineteen seventies movie he died. That in the comic books he didn't die. You know, until way later, I think. Oh, he does and he doesn't. Depends on what era you're in. You're right. But the thing is, I I I feel like they should have kind of accepted the challenge to try to come up with a way to 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 motivate the character without doing. Uncle Ben, you know, Martha and, and, and Jonathan Kent, or uh, Wayne, was it Thomas Wayne, Martha, Martha and Thomas Wayne, without having to go that dead parent route. You know what I'm saying? They did it, though, and it worked. I think it's- they did it. It, it, worked, it worked enough. I was, I was along for the ride. I was like, okay, let's do this. And breaking Zod's neck, you know, and then afterwards just thinking, man, I wish I'd found another way, but they never explored that. You know- that would have worked. I'm down for him breaking Zod's neck if you pay it off the next movie. You know, right. I yes, he didn't do that, and that kind of no. And I was with that. I was really what a ballsy move, man. So Everybody said Superman doesn't kill. I go, he's not quite the Superman that we know yet. Yeah, he's still learning it. Yeah, you and know, people- he's still figuring out the level of his power and that with great power comes great responsibility. You yeah. have a responsibility to find a way to make it so that you don't have to make that decision. You know, Man of Steel is a really good movie. <laughs> like, it's, pretty, it's good. It's good. I'm thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, I like Russell Crowe in that. It's funny, too, because in that beginning part of the movie, it's like... It was awesome. It, it was like, I don't even care about Superman right now. All I care oh, about... This character is awesome. Yeah, his dad was awesome. Dude, this is the coolest dad ever. <laughs> and then, like, then you have Superman. And it's cool. You don't go from the beginning. You just start with him being a man, and then they flash back. And I'm like, oh, that's a great way of doing the origin, right? Man, and Zod was a good character too because the beauty he conflicted. He's a great villain. He he was Thanos before Thanos because he oh. he had a, he had a solution, right? That he he was sincere. He wanted to save the Kryptonian people. I agree but, there, but, but he was going the wrong way, and he, and he was ha- he had a he had a relationship with Jor-El that he didn't want to break and he felt bad when he did when he when he when he deletes his file or whatever and he pulls it out and he's like it's like he feels it like I killed him again what you I know? like what I like about that is is he is genetically made to save yeah and he has to that's what he yeah. is bred for but he was open to avenues of thought 
you know? And he, with Jarrell, he was like, this is what we'll do. We'll, 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 we'll protect K- Krypton better if we just take it over. That was right. his resolve. And meanwhile, the other guys like Krypton should just die, you know? And yeah, then, but, but you got the sense that he wasn't just evil to be evil. There was a reason behind it. Oh, that's why I'm saying he's like, he wasn't like a trying to save the universe, you know. I'm, I'm just saying like he had he was fleshed out. Yeah, yeah. he wasn't a he was the perfect. What, what I love about villains is not not all villains, but the, the villains who are yeah. they're not bad guys. They just so have to be different uh, difference of opinion. They're, they're foils. Yeah. He he has to save his world, and this is the way to do it. It just so happens that it's different from my opinion. My opinion is people should live too, you know. So, you know. And Kal El Superman's opinion is changed as a result of him growing up on this planet. You know. Well, he doesn't have. Opinion. Well, he he grows up on Earth, so he sees the value in opinion at that point. It's not like opinion that changes. That's hey, man, I, I grew up here. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, and so he he never he never thinks the way that Zod thinks. Well, he was given the uh, opportunity to have, like, his genetics aren't telling him to do something. He has freedom. Right. Zorel does not. He has no freedom. He is designed to to protect Zod. Zod, yeah. Why is Zorel? Zod is supposed to do what he's doing. Everything he's doing is his destiny. That's what he's supposed to do. Meanwhile, fucking Superman is free, you know? And his freedom of choice is no, no Zod. I, you know what I loved about it is when he learned to fly, like, immediately, he was like, he goes, where did you learn? Like, all your abilities, you learned how to farm? <laughs> like, like, the way he said it, like, with yeah. disdain, you know? Yeah, that's such a good movie. I, in my head, I had made up a, a story of Eno Fiora. Yeah. Which is an awesome character, by the way, where she gets, goes, like, they, they get sent to the Phantom Zone, her and that guy, the general, and they're on equal footing. And then they like, you know, end up falling in love with each other. I thought that would be pretty cool. What, yeah, what else is there to do? No, no, think about it. Like they had, a, they they literally had an arc. Like um, he's like the general dude's fucking down, dude. It's like shit's happening, and he's she's killing everybody, and then he has his gun. And he it's not working. He gets his knife out. He's ready to die. And Superman saves him. And then you, you bring it to like. The like right before they go to the Phantom Zone. Oh, you're talking about Guardian. Because you said General, I, I'm thinking you're thinking General Zod. No, no, no. The, you're, you're talking about General Guardian. Like, Guardian, that's his name. It, that's his code name is Guardian, dude. The fuck out of here! Are you kidding me? Do you think? Do you think they were gonna go that direction? They, they killed him. No, I think it was just like a. You don't see him die. Oh. Uh, so he'd be in the Phantom Zone. Oh, or they could clone him. They could clone them and make them better. They can do whatever the fuck they want. Nobody knows who Guardian is. Nobody gives a shit. But I'm saying, like, at the very end, though, he's there and she's there. And she goes, I think he said something to her, like, what she said to him. He said it back to her. And then he ends them both. Like it's a like, good death or something like that or something like that. Yeah, a good warrior deserves a good death. I don't know. Fuck. I, and in that moment, I was like, oh, these two are destined to be together. I I love that fucking movie. Yeah. Yeah, it was good, man. It, it it felt like it 
it felt like it had some stakes in it. I had the sense of dread when Zod showed up. Yeah. You know, the way he showed up on Earth, it was like a beacon floating in the sky, and then he's taking over people's TVs and sounding all scary and shit. It was, I think it was a good way to reintroduce him to the movie. Because you already knew he was somebody formidable yeah. at the beginning. Yeah. You knew he was at, like, dad's level. Yeah. You know, in terms of, like, importance and intelligence and formidability. And you knew that he was willing to take to do whatever it took, you know, to, to realize whatever his plan was. And now he's on Earth. Oh, fuck. Yeah. You know? Dude, I think if the Russo brothers got a hold of some Superman, they could do some shit. Do you think they would have to reboot it, or do you think they could work with what they got right now? I feel Man of Steel 2 can happen. I, I want there it. There is going to be a Man of Steel 2. It's just... Wait, and you know what? That's up in the air. They've been talking about that for years. We don't know. Flash Henry Cavill's back. He said that and he didn't. When he was no, built- he's back. He didn't say that. He was it's built- signed, dude. It's done. Oh, dude. I'm I all think they got him for three that. movies. I love Henry Cavill. He's so cool. I think they got they, I think it's three movies now. That'd be so awesome. So it would be, huh? Yeah, it would be it's awesome. awesome. <laughs> and then Michael Keaton has signed to multiple movies too. What do you think? So the big the big scuttlebutt right now is that he's probably gonna be like a Beyond. Like future, no. Ben- no, that he's gonna be a um, Thomas Wayne. Oh, god damn it! Like a Nick Fury character. They, they tried to do it with Batman. That was the stupidest fucking decision of all time. Um, the way that they did it, I, maybe they executed. Hey, Michael it. Keaton as Batman, though, right? I mean, yeah, but he's too old, right? So he could be, he could no. be like trying to organize something, dude. Right? What's the fucking bird, dude? I mean. He could do it. If fucking he could do it. Well, remember at the beginning of Batman Beyond, he's doing it. You know, and then he realizes that he has to resort to using a gun. He's just like, you know what? Yeah, that's why I don't have the power anymore to follow my my creed, my values. So I shouldn't do this anymore if I can't do it to the way that's honest to myself. Batman Beyond, then, right? That's what we do. Man, that would be fucking awesome. I'd be down with that. Michael Keaton, that dude. Michael Keaton is a cali- It's like he's too good. He's too good for for the DC universe. He's that good, and he got to be Batman. That's the fucking beauty of it. And um, if you if you bring him back into the fold, game over. So a fucking- what was I watching? It looks like he was supposed to be in the Crisis on Infinite Earths, the TV crossover. Oh wow, really? And, and because the universe that the universe that he was supposed to be in references the shit out of um, his old uh, the Tim Burton universe. Oh, that'd be great. And then I think in one of the behind the scenes, they actually have the Tim Burton Batmobile <sighs> in the back. But they ended up using uh, the dude that does the voice. What's the, the uh, Connor Conroy? Conroy, yeah, something or other. Yeah, and he was like a evil Batman in that one. Which is cool. He had the Kingdom Come exoskeleton on. You was know. Ba- it, it was alright, but what I didn't like about it, he was a bad guy. Like, that's like the Holy Trinity. You don't have an evil Batman. And the only way you can get away with evil Batman ever is DC Metal Knights, which is a new thing. Which is they, a new, That's why it's... There wasn't... They didn't present a thing that would have made him make those decisions. 
it was really like he killed one and then he kept willing to kill more. No, you shat on the entire DC universe. DC DC works like this, man, dude. This is how it works. Batman, Superman, whatever. He could be a bad guy. He'd be a good yeah, guy. Yeah. He's never a bad guy. Batman's never a bad guy. Only time, and this is why DC Metal, um, DC Metal Knights, I think it's called. The only reason why this is so popular and the thing you should read right now, if anything, is because it's a thing now. Like it turns out that you have the universes, right? And then there's a dark universe. And then in the dark universe, that's when Batman is bad. Like he's a bad guy. Like he's bad in all those universes. And that's what makes it awesome. Because in all the universes, even when um, in, uh, Infinity... The cry, oh, the one where the fucking Lex Luthor guy was putting the fucking planets together, he was like explaining that it was um it was Infinity Cry Crisis of Infinity Years or no 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 it was the other it was one Infinite Crisis Infinite Crisis that's what it is when Lex Luthor not Lex Luthor but Superboy no 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 oh. before that but the, the 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 real villain before Superboy goes crazy it's um. Alex- it was Lex Luthor from the future or something. Alexander yeah. Luthor. Alexander Luthor. Yeah, Alexander Luthor. Yeah, yeah. He's putting the planets together, and he says he says a, a poignant thing that this resonates for all time. Until DC Metal Knights, he goes, for some reason, the fucking DC universe, he doesn't say DC, the universe has to have a Superman and has to have a Batman in, in this order. It just, it just has to. And in, in all the universes, and that's why DC Metal Knights is such a thing. Is because for some reason all the universes, all the universes, Batman's a good guy. It just he doesn't kill and he's a good guy. But well, you th- know what? But DC Metal Knights though introduces a concept where you have all these universes and then there's the dark universes where they never exist. They they, they they're created and they just end. That's all. They all just end. And in those universes, you have evil Batman and Batman Joker fusions and shit like that. The the, the 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 batman the, the 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 man who laughs or i forgot what, what batman joker is i forgot what it's called well, the crisis on infinite earths tv crossover batman the conroy one yeah he was still a good guy but he had a warped sense of good he, was, he had done a lot of bad things he was quoting things from dc metal knights and yeah and i was okay. just like i was just like i feel like they weren't they, okay, when you first watch the Flash and the Arrowverse, they, it's they were there, they were on point. They were, but then as it got more famous and more woke, they started like, this comic is good. They never really read it. They just kind of took parts of it and then made a fucking story. And that's what they would do. I don't. You lose your purity when you start doing that. Unless you read the source material and then created something from it, you're good. But when you start just taking things from it and just I don't know. Just it just sucked. This is what happened here. You I know. He was like, "Oh, I want Batman in the background with a bolt of lightning going." You know, cuz that's what they did in the comic book and that worked for 300, so it's going to work here. Did you watch it again? Batman v Superman? Uncut. Uh no, I haven't watched it. Again. It fucking works, dude. That's a solid movie. It's the uh, what did I watch? I watched Lord of the Rings like I said I would. <laughs> Good. <laughs> uh, and I watched uh, was it Winter Soldier and Captain America. I have to watch Civil War next, dude. Uh, yeah, me and my kid were going through it. We just finished Age of Ultron, and now we're on Ant Man. That's the I next- love Age of Ultron, man. I don't, I don't understand the hate. It needed it. You had to have an an, an Avengers ep- 
uh, adventure movie. And it totally gives you more time with them so that when the shit hits the fan, you're feeling it. I want a what if. I don't think they're going to do it, but I want a what if. If Scarlet Witch were to have died instead of Quicksilver, how powerful he would have become. Because as it turns out, you know, quick, uh, what's her name? They're both powerful because they come from the Mind Stone, right? Yeah. It's, anytime an Infinity Stone was made to make you like Captain Marvel, you become like this badass bitch, you know? But it, say Captain, uh, what's her name? Um, Scarlet Witch, she becomes powerful each time, right? I was, yeah, she, I was, she's going up. Uh, would Quicksilver have done that? Would he have become like the Flash? That's interesting. Well, well, what would happen? The Flash is fucking powerful. Yes. So He's, would that would that be it? Then would that be? Well, I don't know. That'd be interesting. I think they're trying to tie the Scarlet Witch's power to her, like her emotional state. Yeah. Like the, more, the more the more traumatized she is by 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 what's happened, the more powerful she becomes. You know what sucks about the Scarlet Witch is her claim to fame, ultimate claim to fame. The number, like, you got your Red Hood, you've got your, you know, Superman Steel, you got your Batman members. Her claim to fame is the House of M when she says, no more mutants. That's a thing. She will never have that, you know? So She could. Yeah, I heard about that, X-Men. They're, they're going to try to get that in there. I heard Secret Wars, and that'd be a way to get them. Yeah. Secret Wars. Build up the Secret Wars. That'd be the thing. That would, I'd, like to, I'd like to see DC do Flashpoint. Just to fucking wipe the slate clean? They can't, though, because they got that Wonder Woman. That's what's making them money. Aquaman and Wonder Woman. Gal Gadot's not going to want to make these movies forever. You know? Or, or she could, if she signs a deal. How she, what would she been in? Who is she? You know? Exactly. I think she would want to leave it yeah. to no. do other things. No, she could do whatever she wants. She could be in other movies. She has been. It doesn't matter. Nobody gives a fuck about her other than, hey, dude, you're either Captain Kirk or you're not. Yeah. She, <laughs> her fucking role, dude. She, well, so, but, but she could keep it if she wanted to. So if they did do like a Flashpoint type of reboot and she was down to stay on for another four or five movies, yeah, she I, could be Wonder Woman. If I was her, I'd do that because I don't see her in any other movie. Other that's, that's the cool thing about this Flashpoint thing is that you could, after it, you could rewrite it however you want for the DC movie universe. God, Flashpoint would be tight, man. Oh, I want Flashpoint. And it'd be fun to watch. Yeah, dude. And they, they have Jeffrey Dean Morgan. He would be down. He'd be the Thomas. I mean, dude, that'd be fucking tight. And he could pull it, too. He has the acting chops to bring the movie because he's the main guy, you know? I mean, the Flash is in there too, but I mean, that shit would work. They would have to. They would have to write the Flash. He needs to grow. They need a Flash movie. He can't be. He can't be as goofy as he is right now. Yeah, no. They need a. They need a Flash they movie. Need, they do need a Flash movie because you need to build build that character because the yeah. Flash it fl- Flashpoint is a Flash def- should go into Flashpoint. Yeah. Like, like it should be Flash, then Flashpoint. Yeah, because he's an established character that goes into shit. So, you know, you know, when you're watching Flashpoint or reading the comic, you know where you're going. You know who this is. You know where you're at. You know what everything. You can't just introduce Flashpoint. But then again, I mean, shit, fucking balls out. Just do it. Just fucking do it. Because it was like, and, uh, they, 
Marvel's so good at this. When they made Captain America, there's only one fucking reason why they made Captain America, and that's because we wanted to see the Avengers. I agree with you. You know, that was the only fucking reason a Captain America movie ever fucking happened. Now, they could have fucked it up. They didn't. Captain America's pretty good. Winter Soldier, Civil War, no. Right? Not that level. But it, but it did its job. It created a character that you were excited to see again. Um, Flash needs his, his Captain America movie, where it kind of like blindsides you, where they're making it because you got to do Flashpoint, and he's the, he's the dude that causes it, and you're following him. It's so they're going to make a Flash movie, but they got to they gotta focus on, on develop, developing him in a way to where you care about what happens to him. It's hard because you know what they should do is scrap Ezra Miller and then just go from the Flash and the TV show. Because if you watch, I mean, nothing ever will beat season one of Flash. Nothing. No, no movie. They, they already did Flashpoint there. I know. Kind of. It's, it's stupid. Fucking. But that Flash, dude, I'm telling you, that season one, I wish they didn't make the entire, I wish they can just get rid of seasons two and up and the entire Arrowverse. I, I wish they could get rid of that because that season well, one is ugh, dude, there's nothing. I think Ezra Miller could do it, but I, I feel like he has to be less of a clown and they need to, the Flash movie needs to have him grow to where his jokes are going to come but they're not going to be at his expense. Why does he have to have jokes? Period. The Flash has always been a little bit more carefree. Oh, he's not a funny guy. Flash is is a guy who you know i don't know funny i'm not saying funny no but not be as funny as he is in the movies they make him quirky i don't know yeah and then like they do that in the cartoons too but that's not the flash right no 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 yeah they went too far that's what i'm saying he needs to be a little bit more carefree but not 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 a goofball yeah because they're just trying to make it funny like that's the thing that it's because they look at marvel movies and they're like these characters are funny you know and so our guys should be funny and they're trying to add levity what they should do is stay in their lane you know yeah. the flash is a guy who lost his fucking mom you know to some yellow fucking thing you know and then becomes the flash and then and, and man of steel had already had already kind of established this darker universe you know well dc is really for dc yeah and they try to, they try to, when they, when they brought in, was it Joss Whedon? Yeah. When they brought in Joss Whedon. And Zack Snyder's I, like. I think they made a mistake. Because he, he tried to bring what worked in Marvel there, but it was a cut and paste kind of way and it didn't feel organic. So the banter that they had sounded stupid. It sounded out of character. Well, for Justice League. For Justice League, right. Yeah. Like the, yeah. the tone of Batman versus Superman, the uncut version, on point everything worked even the comedy was kind of subtle but it fucking worked it fucking worked you know it, was, it kept dark some comedy you know what my, my biggest problem with batman v superman is lex luther yeah it is kind of weird that he's a little social networky kind of you know but i mean it could work i wanted i wanted somebody formidable i wanted somebody that if you that if you met this dude you would take him seriously from jump. You know, know, I agree with you. What they did was they turned the character of Lex Luthor into an actual threat. Not the threat. In the, in the comics, like Lex Luthor is just a threat because he's a comical threat. But the Lex Luthor they wrote in, 
with what it felt like what they were going with with the movies was trying to make it real. Like this, this is the actual threat. He felt like a caricature. No, he was the actual threat. The real threat isn't the guy who was like, "I'm cool and composed." Is the threat you don't take seriously. Think of how they introduced Heath Ledger's Joker. Okay. Okay. He comes in and right off the bat, he's quirky. He's kind of jokey. He's kind of like here, there, you know, you don't know what he's doing. He's, he's fun, but he's also scary at the same time. But how did they establish that? Everybody's talking about him. You don't even see him at first. You actually did see him. You just didn't know that you saw, you know, everybody's talking about him and this and that. They're kind of building him up. Nobody really fully understands him. And then when you first see him, he scares the shit out of you because you don't know what he's done. He's right in your face. And it's still true to the character, true to form. It's unique. And it leaves you with that impression that this is somebody not to be fucked with because he just fucked over everybody in his own crew. You know, he, he manipulated people into doing what he wanted them to do. And it was kind of believable how he did it, you know? And even when somebody tried to go against that and try to see through his shit, he still outsmarted, you know? And And that was in the first five minutes of the movie. He, they also had to cheat to beat him. What do you mean? They, okay, to beat him, they had to tap everyone's cell phone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Batman, <laughs> Batman lost that battle on the top of that building. He lost. I love yeah. that aspect. So, I, I guess, but that's the Joker. I mean, this guy, no, no, no. I, I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just saying that, like, what they did was they made Lex Luthor a villain to be be feared in a different way in this dude they, they shouldn't have done it they shouldn't have done it with lex luther do that with somebody else lex, lex luther's never been like that exactly like like that's, never i've never heard that voice in my head when i read the comic books yeah. i've never thought of him as like a goofy he reminded me of uh l yeah. from uh from fucking uh death note uh no Don't you know me. like No, that's not hell. Just trying to go in that direction of somebody that's like snacking or like, because they gave like the, 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 the candy thing, you know, the long hair thing. I, I hear what you're saying, but no. It, it felt was, like they were, no, they were just being, they were trying to create a villain that was different from what the comics made, which that's, yeah. not, that's not what you do. Right. So they they kind of cast it right. Batman, they did kind of right. But the, but for some reason, I don't know why they just wanted to be creative with the with Lex Luthor. I don't know why it didn't make sense. Why would you do this? I don't care. Whatever. But I mean, if he was a different villain, like you could have did this with um, who's this guy? Blood. Uh, there's another villain that's Lex Luthory, you know, and the, his name is Blood. Something Blood. No, no, it's it's another rich guy, rich white guy. He's in charge of shit, you know, and he's he's in Supergirl. No, there you go. He's blood something. I forget. Dragon. I don't care. What they should they shouldn't have done it. They shouldn't have done it. But you know what? What? A lot of the talk at the beginning was that uh, Brian Cranston was going to play Lex Luthor. That would have worked. And I was just like, oh, that would be fucking awesome. That would be cool. You know what though? Like it felt. It feels kind of generic, though, to have him. But, I mean, hey, if you get the got right actors to play the right parts, you're good. Russell Crowe playing um, uh, Zorel? Jorel. 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 Playing Jorel? Fucking works. I mean, like... I I, I guess what I wanted was, like, an Antichrist figure. 
for Lex Luthor. Somebody who could believably rise to power and convince people to follow him. You know? No, but, no, but, no, no, no. What they needed was a villain who genuinely believed Superman was a villain only because, and then the, if you peel the onion more, turns out it's a, it's an attack like Batman. That's what they did with Batman and it works, but it's, you're taking away his power. The thing that he earned is taken away. And that's what Batman is. That's what they did with Batman, which they should have did with Lex Luthor. Yes. Yes. Batman, Batman is a, as a boy who his who has been abused because his parents were taken away from him and he had no power. And so his whole life is built up on trying to get his power back. And then, there he is and then all of a sudden fucking guy comes out of the sky and starts shooting things and that's your lex luther right there your lex luther should have been at that equivalent you know yeah. like here i am a, a, a normal human being i'm not very strong but i'm able to achieve everything with my intellect and i always go to red sun superman's lex luther yeah you know? i uh, that's so i i that book nailed what lex luther mm. was yes know? yeah yeah it was just, you know what? There's this Superman. I'm going to, it was almost like it, like he rose to the occasion. He was like, I'm going to prove that you don't have to be that. Humans are enough. We can take care of ourselves. We don't need a Superman taking care of us. Which he proves himself right. He does. Yeah, he does. Because he ends up, you know, influencing the course of civilization. He's a villain and he is not. Right. He has the right idea, but he initiates it fucking terribly you know yeah. you know and um i have to say i mean they understood the concept of what lex luther was and that's why i like the else worlds kind of thing is you take the character and see him in a different prism but you it's still the same character it's just that in, in, in a different light and what they would do and i hope that marvel does this with what if they're doing cartoon versions or whatever but i hope they they understand what they're doing is you're taking these characters and you're giving them situations in which you're like, well, what, who are these people really? Yeah. And that's the beauty of it. You know, like Batman's always Batman, wherever he's at. That's the beauty of Batman, you know, and that's the beauty of Superman. You know, he's always who he is, you know, and that, that's a great fucking thing, a great literary thing to write. And uh, what happens is, you know, get producers who don't know shit about comics and they just fucking get a hold of this fucking shit. And they're like, oh, yeah, well, what happens if he does this in this universe? And they don't understand the concept of what they're doing. They throw out what they think worked in other movies, but they don't understand. We're not emotionally invested in action. That's not, that's not what leaves us with that feeling of, coming, of success. Of coming back. Yeah, I'm coming back to Man of Steel because of the action, although very good, it I'm, was awesome. I'm coming back for like kind of watching him how he progressed, how he how he went from the thing, like just kind of isolating himself and and not wanting to do anything, and then kind of like deciding, you know what, I, I should do something, dude. And you didn't watch, and you watched Iron Man three, and you thought that was bad. We we me and my kid, we go back and we're we're, we're watching Iron Man three. I mean, we go from one to two to three. And well, I mean, in order of all the movies, right? And when we got to three, it you go from Iron Man one, right? And you go in order, right? Iron Man, Thor, all these movies. Then you get to Iron Man three, and then becomes the best movie. 
of course it gets different once you get to Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm not gonna ki- I'm not fucking with you. When you watch the movies in order, if you have that time, you watch them in order, these movies take a different shape of things. And you I, for different reasons. I did I did watch all of them before Endgame came out, right? Um but three Iron Man three I can't I can't I don't hate it less each time I watch it. I like it more each time I watch it, but it, it's still it's still at the bottom of the list for me. I mean, I can't right. I can't bring it up, and I and I get all the the ideas that are in it and everything, and but at the same time, I'm like, I, I don't know that it needed to be told. Hmm. You know, we because something something you said was like it was Tony Stark being stripped down again and having to build himself up again. I'm like, we saw that. We saw that in one. Him without the suit, having to build his way out of a problem. I, 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 I got it. I, I would have... He As did tr- that in two, even. He was dying, and he had to find a way to create something so that he wouldn't die anymore. As a trilogy, it, it's beautiful. Because in the first one, you're right. He is nothing. Then, you know, Iron Man. And then now he has a suit. And then you have, like, a whole mess of movies where he's got the suit. Right? And then the third one, after having all this power, in fact, not just all this power, more, because he has all these Iron Man suits, you see it stripped away from him. And he's still a badass. Yes. He chooses to get rid of all the suits. Yes. And then immediately after, he does the opposite. No, he has the one suit. Immediately after he goes Age of Ultron and builds suits all over the planet. No, he builds okay, no, he has the one suit and okay. then he builds other suits that he doesn't wear. They were all automated though. They were automated suits because he his goal was to make a legion. Where he, he doesn't made a legion. His goal was not to be Iron Man. His goal was to have fucking these robots do all the work. Why did he have to destroy them? No, those are suits that he would wear. There's a difference. You can still send him out there to be Iron Legion. Iron Legion's different from what he, from what he, he had an Iron Legion. They were fighting. He was not in them. Yeah, I know. But if he, anything, it's awesome because if you need to save somebody, you could put them in the suit and still go out and save everybody, and then still do other shit. He, I, I, no, no, no. Intelligently, what you said works. But what he, what the goal was, is to separate himself from all of this. So that they were just fucking Iron Legion. Fucking but he still puts himself right back into it. Into the one suit. Okay, he's still out there fighting. Yeah, but that was his goal. Doing, if anything, he's doing even more work. No, and all of Age of Ultron is him trying to get the fuck out. That's what he says. He says at Age of Ultron, that's why we're fighting. So Kevin, we go home. In Civil War... That's Civil War. We're not talking about Age of Ultron. Okay, Age of Ultron, Age of Ultron he, he makes the same fucking decision. He creates Ultron. Yeah, I guess he's, you could say he's trying to take himself out of the equation. Yeah. But he still has the Iron Legion and everything. It doesn't work out. That's the theme of the entire movie is him trying to get away from it. He even says it to Captain America. He explains himself. He goes, look, bitch. He doesn't try to get away from it until the very, very end of the movie. Yeah. And it was because Pepper shat on him. Wait, wait, what are we talking about? You mean Age the of- whole Iron Man three, the entire movie? It's not him trying to create an Iron Legion or anything like that. No, it's no I make it feel better. Iron uh, Avengers. I'm explaining Avengers, but okay, we're going back to Iron Man three. 
So Iron Man, it's because you're trying you're trying to put a context around Iron Man three that makes Iron Man three better. But I'm saying that the the stuff that happens outside of Iron Man three kind of makes Iron Man three meaningless. You, 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 how does it though? Because I explained in in Iron Man three, he's trying to get rid of the suits, right? No, he's not. No, he doesn't do that to the very end. When does he say he's trying to get rid of the suits? He does. He's Kryn. In the beginning, okay. Now watch the thematically how the movie works. He is still traumatized from the Avengers and the fucking going there. So he's creating these fucking suits to uh, to improve himself so that he can be up to the task when it comes. No, but, no. That, it's at the beginning of the movie, and even at the beginning. Here's another problem: it happens at the beginning of the movie. He's thinking one way. At the end of the movie, he's thinking another way. And it's like the middle didn't really need to happen for him to change his mind. He only decides to destroy the suits because he broke a promise to Pepper? No, that's not why he does it. Why does he do it? He doesn't need the suits anymore. He's over his PTSD. The no. whole movie is PTSD. No, no. He's building he's not over his PTSD because he still recognizes that he needs to do something to save the planet. Yes, I agree. But that's not what he's going at. In, in, in Iron Man 3, this is what he's doing. He's building these suits to protect himself because he's afraid. And then at the very end, he, doesn't, he learns that he doesn't need the suits. That's why he's fighting everyone with, what do you do when you're nervous? He builds stuff. So that's, that's what the kid tells him, right? He starts fucking, fucking them up, right? And it turns out he just doesn't need the suits at all. So he decides, I don't need these suits anymore. It really, he I don't. He decides to build something else. The, the, his motivation's still the same. No, no, he, no. Okay, and I, let's talk about Iron Man 3, right? He doesn't need these suits anymore. Suits. He doesn't need to keep building Mark 42, 43, because she doesn't know. Potts doesn't know that he's built like 40 of these fucking things. She thinks it's like 16 or whatever. But then he looks at it, looks at Mark 42, and he's like, shit, you know, I got a problem. <laughs> so he's addicted to making suits he ends up blowing them up as a symbolic term of i'm done with this that's iron man 3 it's done right now you go to the avengers he's still the same guy he's got his suit the one and he's got a legion his goal is to get rid of like to stop doing the iron man thing in fact follow it forward he literally does what he wants he goes it'd be nice like, because he sees Hawkeye in Avengers 2. He sees Hawkeye in a, in a, in a, in a, in a house in a farm. It would be nice to have build pots of farm, blah, blah, blah. In Endgame, he ends up building a house in a farm far away, secluded from all of this. I mean, he does exactly what he does. I mean, like, he goes from, I don't need all these suits, to I want a legion of these fucking things, so I don't have to do anything. And then he goes to, I'm not doing anything anymore. I get the arc. It, I just don't feel it. Oh, fuck. I don't care if you feel it. Yeah, not. that's just it. I, I just don't. It doesn't, it doesn't do anything for me. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe because I've never been addicted to something as a result of PTSD. I because see. I guess you could equate it to like alcoholism or drugs, you know, and, and, and how people, you know, try to cure some trauma by, by focusing in on something. But my, I don't know. My, my thing was, I see. You know what? No, no, no. I get it. I get. I fucking get it. You know, you, you never had a come to Jesus moment. You know, you maybe you need to be addicted to something <laughs> to get that. No, you're good. <laughs> Don't get it. You're good. But I mean, you know, there's people out there. They get through some shit and they uh, 
They get maybe you should smoke some pot, man. You fucking eat an edible, watch that shit. Maybe that'll change your whole scope of way, the way you think. You know? But like I said, you know, every time I watch it, I do like it a little bit more. Yeah. And you kind of going over. I guess there's a wider arc there, but it's solid. You're just married to the idea of not liking that movie. It, it's true. No, it, I'm not. I'm not married to it because, dude, I'm a huge fucking Iron Man fan. But uh, or when I watch that movie. I guess. I, I I guess another thing I'm upset about is just the suit never fucking worked. He's got all the other suits that work. It is annoying. We're following him along with the one suit that doesn't work. It's like it's a metaphor for him being broken. Because that's what he is. Okay, but... Ah. No, it, hey, you either feel movies or you don't. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, that, I fucking love movies and I love digesting them and tasting them. No, 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 no. Because like, you know, people can't just watch fucking Top Gun, dude. Right? Like, I can't get, I can't get Bob. And be like, let's watch Top Gun. If Bob was born twenty years ago, Bob's not liking Top Gun. That's not happening. I think we know a Bob. No, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I mean, like, it, you either feel it, you don't. I mean, the, the, the way the story is structured works. It, it just does. And like, which is great because Anthony Russo and the other Russo brother, they fucking get it. They, they see, they took Iron Man and they just made it the whole thing, which is weird because like Iron Man shouldn't really be the main fucking structure of this storyline, but right. they, they took Iron Man, the thing that worked in this whole Marvel universe and they remembered all the things. They're like, fuck it. Let's, uh, let's build him that fucking house he literally from iron man 3 they they did they did take everything everything had value they didn't just forget about iron man 3 they they really did bring everything from all over the marvel universe and iron man 3 really did get what iron man was and they really ended it in a, in a real poignant way and it is just it just uh and it works. It just keeps on going from there, you know? And, like, you like to think that – like, in Avengers, when you watch Avengers 2, it, it's, it's such a crazy fucking thing that he's just, like, really trying to quit. He really is trying to quit. He wants to be done with this. That's why he has a legion of fucking Iron Men, you know? Like, it would have been funny if he jumped into them, but they were literally drones because there was nothing in they – they, they weren't husk. And he, his goal was to get rid of this whole fucking thing. And he's and there's a, there's a pivotal speech between Iron Man and Captain America where he goes, that's why we fucking do this, right? So we can go home. And it makes sense, right? He's fucking tired of fighting. He just wants to be done with this, you know? But he has that vision of fucking dying and shit, you know, that really haunts him. And it haunts him all the way until the fucking Infinity War, you know? Well, that's what I liked about about uh, Age of Ultron. You know, it, it did... I think it put everybody on that path to kind of diverge and then come back together in Infinity War. Huh. You know, it kind of took... It took what had been established before and said that we can use this to put them at odds. I think know, that, I think they fucked up when they had, okay. So when, when they age of Ultron, they, they, they really push out some black widow and they should have created the black widow movie after that. Yeah. And they fucked up and now they're going to come out this black widow movie. And I'm like, whatever it looks good. I'm going to watch it, but yeah, I'm going to watch it too. Especially since we're going to be fucking starved for Marvel content by that point. If, if movies come out in theaters, right. Yeah, come out. Will it? <laughs> the 
this guy. Might have to drive to Nevada to watch it. Or drive through. Drive, uh, drive, drive, in. drive through. Just like drive through. Oh, okay. oh. <laughs> you know what? We didn't get to the fucking point that I wanted to get to. I wanted to get oh, in. I'm sorry. Yeah, Jesus Christ. We, wow, who would have thought we'd talk about Marvel? No, no, no. Female leads in, a, in games, okay? This is the thing. Okay, Assassin's Creed. Now, I took us on a ride deliberately. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is a direction you didn't see coming. Okay. So Assassin's Creed comes out, right? And they, they came up with this game, Odyssey. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I haven't played it, me personally. I haven't played it either. I want to play it, but... But they got a guy and they got a girl. You get to choose, right? And the reason, and they, they came out the news article. The reason why we chose this path is because if we were to sell a game where there was a female, it wouldn't make as much money. And people were pissed about that. But they were honest. Now, who's buying games mostly? Men or women? Dudes. Right? Dudes. So why why do you make a game with a female lead expecting and here's the here's the weird fucking thing about this. It's not like when they when they when they sell a game, it's just dudes only. Women can't buy these games. Women can buy these games and support them. It's just not a thing they do. All right. Generally speaking, you know, yeah, you know, looking at graphs and charts and blah blah blah. Well, here's the not th- not the key demographic, right? So here's the thing. Is it a thing in which if you – okay, illegalitarian. If I have nothing but female video games right, or, or games with female leads, would women buy games more? Nothing's stopping them from buying games now. I don't know. Nothing's stopping them. Nothing. Not, not even the mountain money. Anyone could buy a game. Is, is it that they're not being represented but then again, they, they could buy the games that do have women represented it, you know? So, like, what is it, you know? Like, okay, so you have Street Fighter, right? It's not like it's guy only since the beginning, right? It's, there's women. I use women characters. I like using – I am good at that. But it, I'm not stopping women from buying games. They could buy these games. There's games out there for women. They don't buy them. So where are we at? Chicken and egg. So I mean, I mean, are you kind of asking how how can we get more women interested but in gaming? That would be the actual question one would ask with anything. Why aren't they being more trash men? Why aren't they making more money? You know. So you would say, oh, they could work at these trash guys. Why aren't they more on Wikipedia? Nothing well, here, here's, from Wikipedia. Here's That's the problem. You should say it, it would be a very expensive question to try to answer. Right. Okay. If you're a developer and you have these resources and you're trying to make sure that you sell as many of these games as you can so you can stay in business, you're going to play to your key demographic. And of if course. It's women, if it's not women, then it's not women. You know? Um, if you wanted somebody to try and design a game to pull women in, it's a risk, you know? So you would need a developer that would be willing to accept that risk and maybe take a loss on their, on their profit margin. But it's 2020. We have games right now. Women are the main lead. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not saying that I wouldn't play a game with a female lead. I, I but play Horizon Zero Dawn, but that, that's me. You know, that's isolated case. And not selling more than, say, the guy played game. And why is that? 
because guys play games more. Guys play games more, yeah. So what happened? Chicken or egg? You know, like is it is it that people aren't making these games for women? And that's why women don't play the game. No, I think the market's dictating it. I think whoever's buying games is dictating it. Exactly. So so when this article came out, people were like, fucking, you know, Ubisoft, the maker of Assassin's Creed, they're fucking sexist, right? But they're they're just doing the honest God truth. You know, they're just making... And then so the game suffers because they're pushing an agenda that's not... Like, what are they doing here? Like, they're they're making the game for the people who buy it. But now they're getting shit for not making the making the game for the people who don't buy it. Or, well, you know what? The, there are people that do buy it, but they don't feel like they're represented. No, no, there's, no. And, oh, I am a company, and out of a hundred people, no, because there, there's females that buy games designed for me, right? Agree. Yeah. I agree. And then, but there might be some of those that are also saying, hey, I'd like to see some female characters in there. I agree. And, and But you're selling a product, right? And one person out of 100 is buying your game, and there's 99. So who are you making the game for? Right. That, and that's what I'm getting at. It's the market that's deciding it. Yeah. You know, if, 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 though, if, if a certain group of people are going to buy a product then that product's going to cater to that group of people. And that's just the way it is. Every once in a while, you'll get a product that decides to say, Hey, we think that there's another niche market out here. We're going to cater to that. And then that market grows. And all of a sudden it's everybody, you know, the, they, there's crossover and then there's some homogulation. Okay. But I, I would, I would, I would understand the criticism and stuff, but I, I wouldn't I wouldn't, paint developers like in a negative light like you guys are jerks you know or you're not sensitive that's you i wouldn't do that because you're a speaker for the public what would you say should be done should they make games that are like female leads only dragon age you get to pick your character you get to pick your gender you get to pick you know all your stuff um you can create your character and then the 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 events happen around your character and it's regardless of gender dude i get you i fucking get you dragon yeah, yeah, yeah. the same as red dead redemption dragon age isn't the same as the last of us dragon age isn't the same as assassin's creed these are like games that will transcend to all time i'd be okay with a female lead in a red dead game which was narratively it made sense. It won't do. If there's a reason for it, if the only reason for it is because we want to have a female lead in there, you know that's. Then, then what's the point? And if they, if they write it, I don't know. If they write it in a way that's not in your face about it, they can't. Then it works. You're right? talking. What you're talking about a west. But if they write it in a way like they wrote, big chunks of Captain Marvel, yeah. where it was like we're going to emphasize and drive home that this is a female hero. Dude, they have games right now that don't make sense. Like it's Battlefield like four, where women are like, you know, fighting in the front lines and shit like that. Something that never happened. Right. right. And of course those games bomb. I can guarantee you this. Red Dead Redemption 3 will have a female, if not black female. I mean, fuck, why not? Right. And that's the thing. That's the that's the fucking thing. That's not a thing. That is not a thing. Like, like 
in, in the Western time, name that one chick, you know, Calamity Jane. What the fuck? She probably killed like one person, you know. I it, again, it would have to be organic, right? That won't happen. For when you do it, it's not organic. I'm telling you this. I'm, I mean, Red Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption Three, and it's a chick as the main character. It won't okay. be organic. My, like, my initial, my initial recollection, initial, you know, like. My way, my, my way of kind of thinking back on this, you know, you might have counterpoints and, 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 and dispel what I'm thinking about. I might think, oh, yeah, you're right. The quick and the dead. Worked. Right? It, it didn't feel like they were beating you over the head with, I'm a woman, and I'm going to – if anything, she kind of – she used her, her sexuality in a bit to kind of play the game, but it wasn't like – I agree. You're doubting me because I'm a woman. She yeah, no – I didn't feel like I didn't feel like we were being hit over the head with that. I agree. I, I agree. There is a there's a point in time where where it's organic, right? You know, Ripley from Aliens. You know, um, uh, Sarah Connor from Terminator. I mean, like that's a legit thing, you know. But um, nowadays, that's not what we're having. We're having, you know, in your face. I I'm a chick. I'm 90 pounds. I'm beating the 200 pound guy up. You know, that's what they're having nowadays. You know, and um, and Last of Us could have worked, but it, it felt like it was like every fucking time you were in a room, it was like five chicks, one guy, or one chick who was the leader. It was a lot of chicks who were the leaders. And I'm like murdering them. And I'm like, wait, what the fuck am I doing? I'm murdering women. That's a, that is what I'm doing. Like if I took a, like a fucking tally, I am killing nine women to one guy. You know, and I'm like – this is a quality, I guess. Maybe in part three, they're going to come out with like, you know, they're going to explain that the spores were mostly targeting guys. And <laughs> it's like, it's funny too, because it's the last of us. And so you have lesbians. It's like the last of us. So it's like, <laughs> it's like we are fucking hardcore about ending human civilization. You know, that's, that's it. See, I, feel, I feel like, you know, following uh, Ellie, right? Yeah, yeah. Following Ellie's character, that feels organic. But it feels like they put in a lot of other things in there. Yes. You know, if, to start bringing up gender issues. I fucking agree. If it was just her and then push forward, and then maybe it's a guy who, like, because they, I'm not going to spoil it, but I mean, and they made it two female protagonists in that, in that game. And I'm like, Ellie made sense, but then they added more people in it. And I'm like, you know, I was just like, you are pushing an agenda at this point in time, right. you know, and I didn't buy this game part two. Yeah. I don't know. I will play part one again, but I will not play part two again. And it's a good game, but it's not a game. Like I don't play it for the game. I play it for the, for the story. I really do play it for the story, for the experience. And the second one is an experience I do not want to have. See, and you're not, you're not turning the way the game because it has a female lead, but because of how they approach the idea of having a female lead. I agree. I'm down yeah. for the female like, but like Tomb Raider. Like, if you play Tomb Raider 1, I don't know if you have, but if you play Tomb Raider 1, it is good. And then, like, part 2 and 3 are kind of like, we're just going to have the same game, but more of it. You know? It's not a sequel. It's just more of it. You know? that, But that first game was really good, and it was a female lead. I was down for that. And then Horizon Dawn, I mean, it just so happened you stuck me with the female protagonist. It could have been a male protagonist. There's nothing in, 
I, I, I still like the game. It's a good game. It's good story, good game. But like when you have this Last of Us two, they really uh, they force down transgender rights. They force down women's rights by by crushing men. That's what they do. See, and that's that's the that's the swing in the other direction. Bill Burr's stand up. Hmm. Did you watch that one? Yeah, of course I did. Yeah, it, talk about it, it all the time. Yeah, he 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 kind of alludes to it. You know, when he's saying, you know, like when, when there's a female president, yeah. you know, and, and it's her time first. Yeah. You know, the first husband's going to say something and then they're all going to tell him to shut the fuck up. And he's right. It's like, wait a minute. Are we all equal or are we not? Or are we going to be like the other way? It's you not know? equality that most people are fighting for in the media. Like, I get it. You want a president. Get it. You're not fighting for equality. You're fighting for power. And that's cool, too. I mean, as long as we're just straight with each other. When you say women make less than men, I'm like, so how many garbage women are there? How many, how many police women are there? How many women? Yeah, what did, I, what, did I, what did I read today? Could have been wrong, but that Joe Biden's considering like three different women of color. Four different women. Four of Four different women of color. Yeah. What's like, why is it there? Yeah, I know. You know, it, it shouldn't be, okay, she has to be a woman and she has to be of color. You've automatically excluded a whole lot of other people that would probably make great candidates because well, of that. It shows you how fake the position is. Yeah. You don't want the best. You just want someone who fits a social dynamic of the time. Yeah, somebody could compliment the ticket to get the to get a bunch of votes. Oh. I, I guess, but it's as if you didn't learn anything for the last four hundred years. Literally, you did not learn anything. You are just repeating the same fucking pattern, and we will never learn anything in the future. When the new thing happens, where we're like, "Oh, I don't like people who have, you know, the iPhone thirteen versus the iPhone 10. You know, like I mean, that's where we're at. We're not learning from the past. We're repeating the mistakes. And the only people who, once again, let's bring it back to the Matrix. That's what's sad about the Matrix is that once you're outside of it, you see these things and then you're just like, there is no hope. Just like those people who jump out of the Matrix, there is no hope. You're not eating steak. You're not eating you know, ramen. You're eating fucking oatmeal for the rest of your <laughs> fucking life. And you're wearing shitty clothes and everyone's bald. Life sucks. But, but that's where we're at, right? When you get outside the matrix and you notice that, it, dude, shit's not changing. It's the same thing. We're perpetuating the same things that we were before. We're not, we're not Star Trek. That's what I want to be. I want to be Star Trek. I want to be, we're doing this just to be the better person that we were yes, than, than we were yesterday. I'm not trying to get a new cottage, you know? I'm trying to get my better position, you know, and I'm doing it because I'm human. That's what I'm supposed to do, you know, which, you know, if you ever watch Picard negates all of that. Picard's like, Hey, we never watched Star Trek. So here you go. Yeah, Picard is. Yeah. Picard is a show in which they were like, here's Star Trek and all the fucking seasons that there was. And, and then we're going to do our own thing. Everyone's petty. Let's be petty. Yeah. Like everyone wants to have a job. I'm like, oh, you're a captain and you just lost your position while well, I live in this shitty little trailer. And I'm like, why do you live in a shitty trailer? What is that a trailer? Why do you want to be in a trailer? That's not, that's not Star Trek. Star Trek is you're trying to be a better person, not 
where you live. They're okay with living in a room. You know, like if you watch Star Trek, the original Star Trek, they're cool with living in a room. That's it. They don't want amenities. They don't want a house. They don't want a prairie. They don't want nothing. They want to be the better person than they were yesterday. That's what Gene Roddenberry wanted. And we just forgot that shit. You know, there's, there's, a, there's a price to knowing. Yes, there is. And, Ignorance uh, is bliss. Yeah. Sometimes knowing that there's another way and it being out of reach <sighs> sucks. Yeah. And, uh, and I think that's why there's so there's a lot of anger over the inequities because the fact that people don't understand the movement means that they've never felt the same fear, you know, or, or had to, had to deal with similar issues. And that pisses people off. It's like, I had to grow up, you know, thinking that everybody was experiencing this and no, there's people that, did not have to live through what I lived through. And not only did they have a better life, they don't give a fuck that my life was that bad and they don't want to understand that my life was that. And they don't want to do anything to help other people so that they don't have to go through that bad life. That pisses me off. I used to feel that, you know, because I lived a shitty life. Yeah, no, I'm not saying it pisses me. I mean, it, it upsets me and I want to, I want to but, but, I, but I see that there's anger out there. You, you and I feel like that's what's driving it. Yeah, it's hard to move outside of that thought process. And, you know, I'm, I'm internalizing, but I'm saying is it's hard to move from point one of my life sucks. And then to move past that, it's like, you know what? It's all relative. What you think your life sucks is the same thing as a rich person who thinks her life is sucks. And that's the thing that is hard yeah. to understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yes, you were raped by your uncle or whatever the fuck, right? And then there's, there's, uh, there's Steve who uh, today he didn't have caviar. It's his favorite. Yeah, and that was the worst thing that ever happened to him. Yeah, and you don't understand that his pain is relative to your pain. And yeah. that's a rough go because for him to understand your pain, you have to understand his pain. And if you do not understand his pain, that he can But here's the thing. He didn't get his caviar that day. He's feeling his pain of not he, not having that caviar. You're telling the story of being raped by your uncle, and he's like, "I don't want to hear your story, and I don't want to do anything to solve that problem." Mm -hmm. I didn't get my caviar. Are we actually? Are we? I don't know how to say these words. I don't understand. Do you think that we're because we're not rich? We're, we we didn't grow up. Right. Are we just? Making shit up because, like, say I'm Bob, right, and I didn't have caviar. Do you think he really would be? I don't give a fuck that you were raped. Would he actually feel feelings? We don't know. Because I'm, I'm not that guy. No, the, the, you're right about the relativity of trauma. I agree. You know? I might have just coined something right now. I don't know. But, no, no, but no. yeah, the worst thing that ever happened to somebody, somebody else, the worst thing that ever happened to them, they're going to feel it about the same. Of course. You know, because it's literally the worst thing that ever happened to them. Um, but, but, it's, it's like it, it's like the people that say all lives matter. Okay. And the reason why they piss so many people off is because they, you, you don't get it. The fact that it has to be said that black lives matter as well, you know, it, and that you don't understand that it has to be said means that you've never 
had that experience. Hmm. Now, I don't think there, I don't think there should be anger hurled at them that don't understand. I think it needs to be patience. It needs to be that that idea of relative trauma, that they don't have your experiences to inform your sense of justice. They've only had their own experiences and their own point of view, and they're not wrong for having that. They're not wrong for having had parents that that protected them and that took care of them and that, you know, that that worked hard to have you know good things and to keep them in a good place. They they shouldn't be blamed for that, hmm. but there should be there should be a dialogue. Now the people that I would shit on are people that refuse to have a dialogue, that refuse to see what other people are going through. Yeah, it's a hard go, right, to tell somebody. It's it's hard to say like, you know, Bob didn't have his caviar and just be like fuck that guy <laughs> but it, it yeah it's it, it yeah it's hard not to do that but to, to, but to to make to move forward to be the better person than you were yesterday you'd have to understand them you're like well fuck man caviar sucks and i don't know it's it's i think it's more nuanced too because like there are people who are just unwilling to understand each other's points you know what i mean because there's a price of knowledge the once you know that there's people that have feelings and emotions like you and they're going through something all of a sudden you're like me not getting my caviar ain't that bad but i want my caviar still <laughs> so i'd rather not know that that shit's happening and be upset that my fucking caviar is here not here and send jeeves to go get me some shit because i need that fucking itch scratched you know but if you know that there's this inequality and that there's this injustice out there. It's like why people don't want to see like videos of starving kids in Africa, right? Yeah. That shit's real. Why should you not? See? Cause I don't want to fucking know about it and be complaining. You know, when I don't get cheese on my cheeseburger, Yeah. you know, Hey, you fucking forgot the cheese on my cheeseburger. You know, I shouldn't be upset about that because at least I'm not fucking dying of starvation with my, with my stomach, you know, distended. That's what, you know what? I mean, it sucks. I used to be of the thought that, um okay so where you are in life you can always compare yourself to someone who is having it worse i mean it just goes on forever so your pain isn't valid but that's the trick all pain is valid all pain is valid all yeah. pain is valid and that's a hard thing so say where you're at and the in the in the trillionaire who's having trouble with his tires you know if if you're willing to accept his pain at least he can open the you're opening a door in which there is a possibility he can open his door and then it could go both ways Be, yeah it's it's like when i'm talking to my students and sometimes they're complaining because you know in my head some piddly ass bullshit reason that they shouldn't be getting upset over it's like i wish i had your problems when i was 12 but I can't, I can't tell them that. I have to have the patience. Otherwise, I'm not going to be able to make a connection with them. I agree. I'm, I'm, same thing with my kid. Like the problems that he has, like because I know my life, uh, his life is great in comparison to mine. So, but like it, it, it would be a weird thing though when he doesn't get the Hot Wheel or he stubs his toe. I'm like, bitch, you don't even fucking know. Like, why would I discount his feelings? You know, it, right. experience is what his experience is. 
and you are doing it too, and I am doing it as well. And I think that that I think you're you're lucky because of your 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 trade. I think it'd be different if you were like uh, a banker or something. It took me. It it did take me a while. I mean, because I had my I had my experiences growing up, right? Yes. And, and you know, when I started working there, I was kind of like, I'm the authority figure, and I'm the adult, and you guys are the students. You're gonna do what I say, yeah. you know. And I thought that by virtue of that, they would follow directions. But that wasn't that wasn't working, and 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 as I was talking to the kids and hearing what they were going through, and hearing some stories like mine, and then hearing some stories that were worse, that was when I started to develop that that I that thought, you know, that that pain is relative. Yeah, yeah. You know that the worst thing that ever happened to one person is just the same as the worst thing that ever happened to this other person over here. It, it used to be a thing in which I would hear people talk and they would talk about their like bullshit pain. I'm like, well, fuck, you didn't get beat your ass kicked. But then again, I'm not the one to bring up shit like, oh yeah, my dad used to beat me because it was Tuesday. You know, like the, what is what value do I add to that? What I have to do is listen to what they say. You have to acknowledge them. Yeah. This goes back to the beginning of what I was saying. People want acknowledgement. Mm-hmm. They want they want to know they want to feel validated that what they're feeling, what they want, their values, all people are valued by somebody else. All and people. So, so if you if you tell your kid, well, that's nothing. Back in my day, this and this happened. He's thinking, you don't give a shit about what I'm feeling then. Mm-hmm. You only give a shit about what you felt way back then. Yeah. And there's no connection there. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I agree. There's no bonding happening, but acknowledgement of it. Now, I'm not saying you stubbed your toe. I'm going to give you a slice of pizza or a price. That's not the kind of acknowledgement I'm talking about. It's like you stubbed your toe and you're hurt. You know, okay, you know, do you want an ice pack? Do you want something? You're validating what he's feeling and you're helping him. I agree. And, you know, and there's a time and place for everything. You know, it's funny because, like, okay, I remember. First grade, I was able to walk five fucking miles, if not more, because uh, Las Palmas to 24th Street, not 24th Street, 8th Street trolley, from Las Palmas to 8th Street, that's pretty far. And I used to do that in first grade. I would walk there, and I'd go to my trolley, and I would take my trolley from 8th Street to downtown by the YMCA. That's where I lived at the time. Jesus. I mean, that's first grade, and I can't imagine my kid doing that. And that's not a thing in which I'm like, you're nothing. You know what I mean? Like, so when he has trouble from going from his room to the second story of her house, you know, like, I'm not going to be like piece of shit. <laughs> figure this shit out. You know, you're 10, you know, that's not a place for me to rub in his face. Yeah. And it, and I, 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 it's antiquated to say, rock and my day. I used to walk 5,000 miles and blah, blah, blah. that's not a place for me to be. You can share those stories though later but not in response to what he's feeling if you do it then then it's oppositional and you're not validating what he's feeling i agree but if later on you see a trolley you're like man that reminds me of like mm. when mm. i used to ride the trolley oh well, how old were you i was in first grade if you draw him in you yeah. know with drips and that's how i that's how i that's how i let my kids into 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 my story yeah we start the year in july i don't really start opening up full until like february or march so they're already on their way out my classroom i know there ain't no fucking kid who's biking from fucking your house all the way to southwestern 
You know what I mean? There ain't no kid that's doing that shit. When we bike from, I think my pad to Southwestern, you know, it took us like an hour or so. Like, wow, yeah. it's fucking unreal. Like, but then you don't bring that up with kids. You just say it like casually. And they're like, yeah. Yeah. You don't do it to discount what, what they're, they're feeling or what they're, exper- what they're experiencing, but, but you do open it up and then hopefully that story will stick. Yeah. You know? And, and, and they'll say, they'll, they'll come up with something and they'll be like, and, and you could say, well, you remember the time I told you about that thing? Well, this is how I overcame it. Oh, dude. Yeah. Now, now it's, it's your, you're taking your experience to help them through theirs. It's hard to, it's hard to relate that though. You know what I mean? Like, how do you bring that up? It's tricky, man. It takes imagination, but, but it's worth it. It's worth having the patience to take the time to figure it out. You know, but yeah, but it's, it's such a weird thing, right? To to create a scenario in which, you know, I, I traveled this distance and there's no way you can ever hope to do that. And it's funny because it's not like a thing we earned or did. It's a thing of a necessity. We, we, we had to do that. I mean, that's just the way it was, you know, I mean, the shit was far, you know, we had bikes and then that's what it was, you know, that it is what it is. When, when I start, when I start to open up with my kids is when I talk about my brother, you know, Tony, uh, Michael, oh, uh, the who lost uh, cancer, right? That's, that's but I never bring him up in reaction to what somebody does. Of course, that'd be pretty fucking hard, right? You right. Know, I had bad pudding. My brother died of cancer. I, 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 I share it. I share it with my kids. You know that that he was seven years old in the hospital, and since we're all at the same elementary, he was asking for his homework in the hospital. You know. And he still wanted that sense of responsibility and that sense of moving forward. Even though he had a really good excuse to say, you know, I'm just going to lay here and play video games all day long. Yeah. And I, and I, and I, and I'm pretty honest with my kids. I'll tell them, look, when, when you guys come to me with issues, a lot of times I'm comparing you to that seven year old kid. You know, you're at a disadvantage when you guys come to me with, with certain problems. But have I ever told you guys that it's not worth my time? You know, and nobody can ever tell me that I've ever said, you know what, that's not worth my time. I've never had somebody come up to me with an excuse for not getting their homework done and been like, well, my brother was fucking seven years old. And nope. And even after I tell them that story, I don't bring it up again. If they ask me about it, I'll tell them. And sometimes they're curious, you know, like, what kind of cancer did he have? How long was he in the hospital? You know, this and that. Where, which hospital was he at? You know, this and, you know, they'll ask questions and I'll, I'll tell them. Um, but again, I don't, I, I never use it to diminish, you know, but I'm only ever honest with them that one time when I'll say, you know what? I'm usually comparing yourselves against that seven-year-old, but I'm also comparing myself against that seven-year-old, you know? So you know, just know that I'm applying it to everybody. And that's why I'm always, I'm always here. I'm always working hard for you guys. And I'm always trying to help you guys out. Yeah. I mean, that's checkmate in everyone's book. You know what I mean? Like everyone has the story, you know, that. Well, it's not, it's not, it's not for me. It's not for me though. No, no, no. I know. It's just, it's to set them straight, really. It is. It is a, hey, look. There's always a benchmark, right? 
And um, I'm not holding you to that. What I'm doing is I'm doing what I'm doing, you know, and, but I do have a benchmark, you know, and, uh, but at least you don't see it, you know, you're just moving forward. And uh, that's the way it is. And that, that's with anyone who is able to quantify pain and move forward. I think that if you were stuck, you wouldn't be where you're at. You'd be on some meth. What? Sucking dick, you know? It's what I also share with them. It's just, you know, he was seven. So every day past the age of seven for me is something that my brother didn't get. So I, you know, take advantage of it. I agree. And then the thing is that, that you have that and you don't hold yourself there. It's there, but you don't hold yourself there. And then therefore, like when someone's talking to you and they're having their fucking shitty problems and shit, you know, you're not thrown at their face, you know, and they're learning from that, you know? And I mean, there's a lot to be said there. It's, it's so innocent. You know, I think a kid who, that's a deep story. I'm just saying like, um, I think all kids, you know, if given, given the opportunity, you know, want to achieve, and uh, if they're if they're in a, in a place where it sucks, they uh, they 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 still want to move forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's that in the background? There's people laughing outside. Weird. Are they laughing at you? <laughs> no, no. They get together out here because okay, because that's nice. that's just fucking odd, man. We're talking some dark shit, and then fucking I hear laughter. I'm like, it's not cool. That would be fucked up. Yeah, if they were laughing at my shit, they'd be like, ah. You're like, it's like, he feels sad. <laughs> you know? You know, there's merit to that, though, if 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 you could take a <laughs> and uh, move forward. You know what I mean? Like, moving forward doesn't mean, like, getting over it. And, you know, not, not, no, that's not, yeah. It, it's, 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 I have this, and I'm not bringing it up every 30 seconds. But I'm bringing it up when I need to, you know, because I used what, and it's such a strange thing, right? Good and bad life in general. You, you, you try to say something like, oh, this is a good thing. And you're like, no, it's not a good thing. It's a thing. You know I mean? This is a bad thing. No, it's not a bad thing. It's a thing because what a bad thing does leads into a good thing. And a good thing leads into a bad thing. So, I mean, it's a never ending cycle. You know, and so what happens to most people is they get stuck in that life was good only in high school or life sucks for this instance. And that is it. It'll always suck. What about this? What about that? What about this? No, no, no. Sucks for this. Therefore, that's it. That's the story of me, you know, and um, it, it, that's how you know who is succeeding is the people who can take a thing and just move forward and say, this thing still happened. And then this thing just happened. And then this thing happened. And then this thing happened. And we both know each other's stories, you know, and like that, that that's the beauty of life though, is when you could teach somebody life is about good and bad and smiles and cries, you know, like that's just the way it is. What you think is good now will lead you into something bad. What you think is bad now will lead you in something good. You know, as long as you know this, you're good. You know, and it's a hard thing to understand. It just is. You know, when you get your foot cut off or, uh, 
your car crashes, your mother dies, you know? I mean, like, it's hard to understand that this is going to lead you into something else. And it's hard to understand when you win the lottery or you got that job or you got that promotion, you got that girl. Oh, man, I love this girl. We, we got married. Yes. And then she fucking cheats on you, you know? There, that's a thing, you know? Like, yeah. and, and that's what life is, an endless waltz of good and bad. And you just have to, like, enjoy the moments that are good and learn from the moments that are bad. Put the words out of my mouth, dude. Yeah, and that's the way it is, you know? And that's a hard thing to do. And most people don't do it. What they do is just shit on the bad they things. Look on it. And that's it. That's the story of that. And then the good moments are like, yeah! And then the bad moments, oh, fuck, God hates me. You know, that's a, that's a thing, you know? God hates me, you know? And that's why this is the end of podcast for we forever. No, I'm joking. joking. We got it covered. We just talked about. We fixed every fucking thing just now. We just did that. You know, fuck movies, fuck video games, fuck social issues, fuck government. Your clone just got into your ass. I mean, that's a good thing because although you know it was bad now you are open to a whole new horizon of ass oh make me put my tongue in your ear again Kev. oh yeah I, you got gave me that fucking meme <laughs> like i'm fucking disturbed <laughs> as i'm you're the look on your face too you're like <laughs> you're your ear too you're like ah like get it out of my ear <laughs> literally it was a skilled move i hate your guts Yay. that's how that was you know what we gotta end this you know it's been three hours we're a pumpkin you know, it's past midnight for me. Cinderella is now a normal peasant. That's how this <laughs> So, as always, you know, please like and subscribe. You can hit us up on the comments on the YouTube and uh, or iTunes. Make a leave, leave a fucking review because that shit's on iTunes. It's weird. And how many of our reviews are shit? You know, I don't even know if people are listening. Although, I have an app that tells us people are listening. No one's ever saying anything. <laughs> So I don't know. So as always, um, learn from... That means that they're agreeing with us 100%. Yes, you fucks. You I'm not baiting them to try and say, well, wait, actually, you guys said this one fucking thing. Yeah, you guys are all about anti-transgender movement, anti-feminism, yep. anti-all of that shit. You're all a bunch of haters and racists. Yeah, you love police. You want to fund <laughs> the police. All right. You wish you had a clone of yourself. You can. <laughs> there you have it. Good podcast right there. We got pretty deep towards the end. Then we started talking some nerd talk to pull it out, you know, at the very end. I thought the issue regarding women and video games was pretty good. And ever stayed tr- strong on women being within transgender uh, or men identifying as women going in feminist groups and all that. I mean, he, he stood strong on that one. So it was a good epic debate. If you like the podcast, please uh, hit us up on the social media, the podcast for me, at podcast for me on the Twitter or Facebook or, or podcast for me at gmail.com. Review us on iTunes. Please share, like, and subscribe. If you want to see what we look like, we're on YouTube. But we changed the name to Podcast for We because I thought it was clever. I could be wrong. You can make a comment there if you want. All right. As always, 
Stay strong, everybody. Don't be weak and just judge people accordingly and just say, this is the narrative of who they are. They might have something to say, you know. Eber says that poignantly a couple of times. So as always, be the better person than you were yesterday. Be that future self, that idealistic self that does the push-ups. Be that person today. And always, stay frosty. It's the devil and the devil is free.